It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, welcome to Stop Being Sucked in Crimes Activism Call. I really need to write a good entry for this, but I hope they all have that done by next time. Been doing so much. You guys, Sue's just been doing great with activism and sending out flyers to everybody. Just doing a great job. Thank you, thank you. Did you talk to Linda today? I have not, no. I haven't been able to get a hold of her. Oh. Well, maybe she's busy doing something good. I hope. Hopefully so. Yeah. Yeah, we got a few more people signing up for flyers uh, last night on um, on Derek's call, so that's a plus. Um, I got, I think three today and then there was one other gentleman who who was interested and took my uh, email address down however I know he was struggling with um, with how to write a, a web address down and I tried to, to do it as best I could for him uh, but I, he hasn't shown up yet but maybe maybe in a day or two because yeah. um, that's our goal to have somebody sign up on all calls have somebody come forward to support this cause. It's, it's really worthwhile. So I'll hold off and talking about it until we get more of an audience. Yeah, do you, has anybody out there experienced, a lot of people are reporting the, them keeping you up, not letting you sleep. Is that true for most people here? It, it was when the targeting was heavy. Um, it was. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, well, go ahead. Yes, I um they kept me up fairly Sunday morning. I only had three hours sleep. But I still went on to what I was doing. I had um um religious services, general meetings, celebrations to go to. And I knew that's why they were trying to make me so tired I couldn't attend. But I attended anyway. I just crashed on Sunday night. But I noticed that um I've been sleeping like for three hours, but I went on the best EMF health site and bought some more supplements today so I can sleep. Well, it seems like there's a lot of people complaining about it lately. So I just wanted to ask others. Well, sometimes, though, can you hear me? Can everybody hear me? Okay. Yes. I'm I'm Ingrid, and I'm from Ottawa in Canada, Ontario, Canada. And um, sometimes they wake me up after just a few hours. I'll just get four hours sleep or uh, six hours sleep sometimes. And sometimes I try to do dream manipulation, but Mm -hmm. and then other times I'll get a very 
a get arrested sleep, but not always a deep sleep. Well, one thing that's interesting about dream manipulation, if you pay attention to it, you can definitely get yourself out of it pretty quickly. It's just, to me, it's so artificial. Mm -hmm. It really lets you know what's going on, and you're never in a deep sleep, so. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I've had my dreams manipulated. I've had Mm -hmm. nightmares the the past couple of months. Mm Hmm. Well, nightmares can be from stress. I don't. Not too many people ever report having having them given being given nightmares. Anybody got any good thing? Anything good they'd like to share that's happened in the last week? <laughs> Did you hear that uh, Marines raided the CIA building? Marines uh, raided the CIA building. When did this happen? Uh, last weekend. Karen Stewart posted about it. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. I didn't hear about that anywhere in the news. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about it either. That's interesting. Well, that's that's what I saw. Is there a um like a news article? How was it presented? Yeah, it was a news article. Okay. And you got it from her site, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why why did they rate it? What did the article say? Oh, um Okay. Uh Uh, something about the something about the Kazarian Mafia or something. Kazarian Mafia. What is it? Yeah. They had some of their agents infiltrating our intelligence community and stuff like that. Let's see. I can't find any mainstream news media about it. I mean, there's stuff here that says that Trump sent the Marines and raided CIA drug labs. That was November 20, 2017, the article was written. Um, I'm not sure. I heard it from Karen, so if you guys want more information, you should talk to her. Well, here's another article. It says, U.S. Marines stormed CIA headquarters in Langley, November 19th. Might be that one. What does that article say, Terry?
Well, this one says they were just deployed there to respond in case of any any problems or natural disasters or combat missions. It's re- uh-huh. reinforcing a battalion that's already there. It doesn't actually say they're doing anything. Okay. Says they were says that according to witnesses, the Marines arrived in a, at the CIA headquarters in a tilt rotary helicopter, and Marines deplaned. They were armed and moved quickly into the CIA headquarters. This got this is not normal. Uh, Why was that? I wonder why that wasn't in our news. You know, our our everyday news. Well, it would be if it was. If it really happened, it would be. Mm-hmm. It would something be. like that would something like that. You know, everybody would have their cameras out and videotapes, and it would have hit mainstream <laughs> news. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So it's a little odd. That's what I was looking for. It's only second, third-hand media have anything about it. But there's enough writing about it. I'm sure it happened. It's just to what degree and what really went on. Of course, the the government might be covering it up, too. That's true. Yep. That's some, of, some of this is talking about CIA overseas. But you guys, as you guys know, the CIA has been into many misdeceptions, drugging people, running drugs. Um, yeah. They've been caught in uh, trafficking operations for humans and all sorts of things. So, Boy, what government agency is not doing something like that? It seems like every time we turn around, we're hearing ugly stories, and, you know, from all these different aspects of our government. It's getting pretty disgusting. Oh, here's something that's more mainstream about it. Let's see here. Bengzilli Mission Tech. Let's see. Oh, well, each news article seems to be listing something different that's going on. That's kind of weird. Well, maybe Karen Stewart can... Or who did you say you heard it from, Kevin? Uh, Karen Stewart. I heard it from Karen Stewart. Well, maybe we'll get to hear some more about it soon, then. Yeah, I, I can't find she... Oh, go ahead. I didn't know Karen Stewart had a website. Oh, um, I didn't gather it off her website. I got it off her Facebook. Oh, that's why I don't have Facebook. Oh, okay. Thanks, Karen. Okay, so um, so okay, date Monday, twentieth November two thousand seventeen. Subject two thousand fifteen Marines to undisclosed recipients. The purge of the satanic Khazarian cabal 
that turn the West evil is accelerating at an undeniable pace. More importantly, Pentagon sources confirm multiple internet reports that Marines stormed the CIA headquarters this past weekend. One of the aims was to shut down Operation Mockingbird. The CIA, that group that turned the mass media, as well as Google and Facebook, into mass mind control propaganda, says the NSA sources. The institutional heirs to the groups that murdered President John F. Kennedy are also being rounded up, according to Pentagon sources. The Department of Justice and Special Counsel Robert Mueller are working overtime and may exceed 2,000 sealed indictments, a Pentagon source says. These moves, combined with the purge of all Saudi royals and military who were linked to 9-11, as well as the removal of Zimbabwe dictator Robert Mugambe and the imminent removal of Israeli Zionist Prime Minister Benjamin uh, Netanyahu, leave no doubt that the long-awaited arrests and roundups of Kabbalah's worldwide has begun. The Rothschild slash sex Gotha family group is also losing control over Europe and Germany. Angela Merkel failed to form a new government. In France, a hundred legislators from Rothschild slave president and Emmanuel Macron's party have defected and as mass protests against the selection stealers' role break out all across the country, in England, Rothschild's slave Prime Minister Theresa May is also unpopular and expected to be removed soon. Meanwhile, in Japan, Admiral Harry Harris, commander of the United States Pacific Command, met with Prime Minister Shinto Abe last week, according to sources who were at the meeting. Abe told Harris that Japan was preparing concentration camps for floods of North Korean refugees, and Abe expects to arrive when Harris provokes a war with that country. Harris told Abe that he would do his best to make sure North Korea was stopped, thus first said. Harris has thus removed, has thus proved that he, can, that he is either incredibly stupid, incredibly evil, or incredibly bribed, probably a combination of all three. This one man is now preventing humanity from being freed from Kazarian Mafia tyranny. Harris is sheltering the war criminal trader and drug dealer Richard Armitage, as well as Rothschild criminal agent Michael Greenberg at the Yokota Air Base in Japan. He also presided over the recent theft, yet again, of a Japanese national election by Rothschild's slave Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Abe's looting of Japan's postal savings, public pensions, and other public money is the only thing keeping the worldwide Khazarian crime syndicate from losing all power. It is money being stolen from Japan that is propping up the U.S. stock market bubble and keeping the Khazarian-owned United States Corporation from going bankrupt and being replaced with a genuine democracy controlled by the people for the people. Well, that doesn't seem to have too much to do with the CIA, but it's kind of... It's interesting. Some reports say there's as many as 2,200 people that landed to the grounds, but one article here says that you cannot clearly see the compound, and another article says that just not anybody could go in there, so it's quite interesting. 
the closest thing I found to mainstream news was the U.S. national news. Yeah, so I, I'm wondering about the legitimacy of this. Uh, I'm wondering about the legitimacy of this uh, of this uh, of this news article because I haven't found anything in the in, in the mainstream news either. Hey, what are you guys talking about? The CIA building being talking? raided. And that's because our office. Yeah. Wow. Langley. Oh, yeah. When did that happen? Nineteenth of November. Oh, okay. Wow. Sounds like some Thank infighting. You. Yeah, it sounds like some moles and some infighting. And um it's very interesting. They're giving us power. It could be disinformation. But yeah. like Benjamin Franklin said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Sounds yeah. like there's something definitely going on, and they may trying to put a curve on it and yeah. uh, dis disinform us. But it's, um, as you know, Trump has always had a problem with the CIA, and he says some things, and he may have been telling the truth. So it's it's interesting. It sounds like some definite infighting. And as someone pointed out earlier, and we all know from Iran Contra. The CIA heavily has his hand in drug dealing. Of course, a lot of United States um, um, different departments have a hand in drug dealing, but the CIA was the first one to come to light as being um, doing that. And obviously, they probably still are the fun activities, you know, that they don't have to explain. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if they're being raided, that could be another break for us to to really work to get the word out because you know that the CIA has documents about this targeting of us. Absolutely. They know about it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Does anybody else find it strange that they're talking about the Kazarian Mafia? What is the Kazarian Mafia? Where are they from? I know it's mafias all over the world, but what part of, are they Eastern Europe? Are they Middle East? Near China. Near China. Yeah. It's 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 spelled K H A Z A R I A N, I think. Mm-hmm. But this is clearly, as we know, there's clearly a link between military black ops and criminal organizations all over the world. It's a clear exactly. link. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, I can tell you, I. I heard somebody say this once and I read an article that said that black operations and it talks about the mafia and other organizations around the world. They said they were such a part of the economies that they're now so they're accepted by mainstream governments and stuff because if they actually eliminated them, it would create so many problems worldwide. That, yeah. It very well could be true. And it's a very sad statement if it is true. Mm-hmm. That is they're endemic. But as everyone knows, um, Going all the way back to JFK uh, assassination, which the American public never believed that it was Oswald alone. Um, so when the papers came out, nobody believed the Warren report. But it was it was definitely a CIA operation, and they involved some mafia. You know, they it, it's uh, it was just another takedown of another government, which they done over and over and over again all over all around the world. That's why um, Trump is saying that the whole thing about Russia. 
that may have been a CIA job because Putin said he didn't do it. So, you know, but like Terry said, we didn't do national politics. And, but um, they have the dossiers. They, they have the corrupted files probably on all of us, you know, and I would oh, yeah. love to see those corrupted files exposed. And if they were trying to deliver indictments from a special counsel, that may be the other reason the Marines went in there so they couldn't um, burn or, you know, uh, delete um, any information. They might be trying to obtain information for indictments. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it sounds like infighting, you know, um, this is, this is, we're just, I'm glad we're doing what we're doing because we're the tip of the iceberg and we're the ones, we're going to be the, we're like the, um, what I want to say, we're, we're the catalyst because when we finally bring us to light, so. What was that? Hello? Sorry. It's my phone. Sounded like you're trying to get cut off. I don't know if you guys, uh realize this, but us mainstreaming our fight and going out there, as soon as we win this, there's going to be huge domino effects because yes. all the crimes related to this, all the other mm-hmm. activities related to this are going to get yeah. looked into and dealt with. That's why they're yeah. trying to protect us so hard, but you guys may not realize this. We are on the winning side. We There's no way we can lose this. The more we get organized, the stronger we get, the more mm-hmm. we work on public awareness, I mean, it's just a matter of time, and that's been every fight in history. That's how things were overcome. You know, mm-hmm. it's by bringing public awareness up to the point where people said, hey, enough is enough, and that's where yeah. we were left to do it. And all of that starts at the ground level. There's been mm-hmm. no movement ever in history that jumped to the top of the mountain and said, okay, boom, here's this big court case or this big maneuver that happened, and it changed everything. It just it just doesn't work that way. That's why... Yeah. I worked yeah. so hard on the grassroots campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, including the American Revolution. Only 30% of the Americans supported it. So it, including, it's a groundswell. It comes from the grassroots movement. Um, but also, they, when all this comes to light, they, some people have been murdered. You know, so it's, it's going to get very ugly, it, the domino effect. Somebody's yeah. going to jail. A whole even lot of them are going to start disappearing. Yeah, even according to government documents, it tells you it starts damaging somebody from the first minute they turn this equipment on and mm-hmm. shortening your life. That's attempted murder by all definitions of the law. So they're all involved. Every single person, this is definitely a RICO act. So every person that's involved with this crime is actually really tied together. So from the mm-hmm. foot soldiers all the way up, they're responsible for the deaths and stuff. The people that drive around and stalk people, they don't realize they're involved in some very, very serious crimes. That's why we got to educate them. Yes, they are. And they're probably the ones that are going to take the fall. The foot soldiers, you know. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they're going to take the fall. And But you're right. All this information, and there has to be records on us somewhere. Because I've lived in four different states, and I know many of you others. How did they keep up with you for 20 years? Unless it was record-keeping somewhere to follow and data track. And at the same time, those same records are going to destroy them. Yeah. Well, I can tell you absolutely from my research that I believe that there's at least two of the 
hacking groups that are involved in trying to help, help expose this. It's just a matter of time for them to get in one of those databases and start yes. releasing stuff. Yes. I mean, they got to realize that the technology that they use against us, well, there's other forms of technology being used against them that's going to tear them apart. But public awareness is still going to be the key because even if papers get released, you have to inform the public to know what it's about. Lots of stuff on WikiLeaks, most people don't even know what the papers are really mm-hmm. about until they have to research or somebody goes and tells them. Yes, that's true. All roads really lead back, you guys, to public awareness at the grassroots level. And trust me, once we get it to a certain level, it'll, it's going to be a domino effect. It'll go crazy. Just like this Harvey Weinstein thing. If you notice, for years and years and years, all these allegations about different people and stuff, they didn't go anywhere. They got shut down. And now here's my Harvey Weinstein. The public finally got aware of what's going on enough and enough people, victims, mm-hmm. in our case, with victims are speaking out, but it'll be other whistleblowers and people involved in the crime. Once we get that level up there, like the Harvey Weinstein thing, they will feel comfortable coming forward because they'll know that there's not so apt to be targeted, so heavy or just be taken out because, boom, it'll be public knowledge. And when they can speak out and say, hey, you know, I did this, and each person that does that, it's just going to be a, you know, just a, a landslide. Yeah. I'm so excited every time I, t- I think about this, guys, because it, it's just a matter of time. And the harder and we the work. Gangs- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, the harder we work and the each person that joins in with us is really, I don't know if you guys know this, people, you people on the call, but there's three other countries that have joined in on this campaign. Imagine if we can get this going worldwide. I just shared a, a thing on my YouTube. In Japan, they actually have marches where they have big banners. Lots of people come to march against this. Mm-hmm. And we really got to push here in the U.S. to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Well, did anybody well, have anything good that happened in the last week you'd like to share? Oh, come on. So one of you guys got to have some good stories at least. <laughs> well, it looks like my people, I become my stalkers, I become a little bit afraid. They're you know, monitoring my mail. Stealing my mail, so they know that I'm in contact with the, with um, with the t- different TI organizations, and um, they look like they're sort of pulling back. It's not as intense um, as it was. And um, this evening, when I came in, um, and I approached one of the stalkers, and I was just very polite with him and started talking to Miss Saturday, and he pulled out. They pulled him out for like two days. He disappeared. He lived openly. He just disappeared for three days. And a lady down the street, so there's something going on. They're talking. And they realize that stalking me is creating a footpath. It's really what it is. It's creating a footpath. It's creating a trail back to them. And ultimately, um, the trail leads back to um, to, um, to my landlord because he's the one who owns this reserve. And he's the one that allowed them to come in. And while they're so busy videoing me, someone can hack it. I hope someone, and I hope you hear me out there, and I'm at La Petite Mason. You could, we have, we're on Wi-Fi, which is easy to hack. Yeah, so, so someone can hack it and get to, and find out 
what they're doing because that's just more evidence. Um, I keep them going in under my house and doing different, which is ugly crazy, but um, they're afraid. And so they're pulling back. It's not as intense, but um, I'm just trying to figure out how I can get flyers because I don't have a computer because they put viruses in two of my computers, uh, one when I was in Florida and one when I was in Baltimore, Maryland. And um, so now I just deal with a phone. I'm probably going to have to rent a post office box so I can get the flyers, you know, um, because you're right. It's public awareness. And I want to hand them out. And the perfect place you can hand stuff out is Christmas time now. It's at the malls and stuff. People going in and out. And, um, you know, that's a perfect site. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And you guys may not be aware of this, but statistically, people are more worried about family between the time of of, uh, the end of, you know, the next day right after uh, Thanksgiving to the Mm -hmm. New Year's Day. They think about family more than any other time of the year. So it's a Mm -hmm. good time to bring things, you know, not to put a dark side on their holidays, but it's a good time to bring awareness. Hello, Sumaya. How are you doing today? Well, well um, I'll share something that good that happened this week. I went into an auto parts store, and uh, the guys all behind the counter, everybody that was working there that day, they all wanted their own copies of information because they had heard about this crime. And uh, they wanted to become more aware of what's going on for public awareness of themselves and their families. So I got to spend about 20 minutes with them, handing them information and, you know, mm-hmm. letting them know the insides and outs of this crime as I know it. Quite interesting. I had um, one guy when I was passing out flyers. Um, this past week that he was coming out of uh, Home Depot and I handed him a flyer and he started reading it and he said, don't tell me this is here in the United States. And I said, oh, yes, it is. And he says, well, then, he said, I hope it's not here in this community. And I said, (laughs) yes, indeed it is. And he said, oh, my God. He says, I have to read this. And off he went. I mean, I'm, read, I'm, I'm reaching some people that are coming and looking at this, at some of these flyers, and they're really making a wonderful compliment, saying, wow, thank you. In fact, today that happened. I went out for uh, a short time and handed out some flyers, and um, a gal said, wow, yes, I'm really interested in, in reading this, and off she went. So when you hit certain people like that, you can, you know, uh, uh, get to their, their attention and, and their understanding it's really satisfying because you know you've touched someone that is truly interested in reading this flyer. A lot of them just take them and, you know, you hope for the best. So, but you reach certain individuals that are a little bit more powerful in the political arena and they want to know about it. And, in fact, I touched a family, um, a man and his two young sons, and I said, um, you know, I'd like to have you read this flyer because they are attacking children and not just adults. And he said, oh, yes, I'd like to see that. So, um, you know, that also is another avenue when you see a couple with children to point that out. That it's just not an adult that they're hitting. 
Well, that's a good, I, I, I think the, that's a really good point because what, does, what do people think about getting a documentary, making a documentary? It would be a lot better than what we have on YouTube right now, to be honest. A documentary would be a lot better than the Vice documentaries that we have. Because the Vice documentaries make us look like nuts. I mean, one of yeah. them talks about rebellions, and then one of them talks about the CIA shitting in the, a person's bed. So, you know, we need something up there to replace those Vice documentaries with. Yeah. I wonder if there's like I'm like that other lady. They've blocked me out of my laptop. I've gone through about three laptops and a couple of mm-hmm. PCs, you know, because I've all either been damaged, viruses, mm-hmm. or getting locked out of them. Right? Uh, got mm-hmm. locked out of my my smartphones. I have you know a couple of smartphones, and the other one got destroyed. So mm-hmm. um, I would I would really be interested in putting together a documentary, but I don't have a PC to do that. But um, I I can start gathering information and help somebody for sure because I I really, I agree with that would help with all the flyers that people are handing out. And, um, you know, like I'm here in Canada, um, we've got a whole lot of really complicated laws. So uh, we might have trouble even handing out flyers. I have to look into that. I'd have to look into, you know, what you did with your flyer in the U.S. and see what I could make for here in the States to see if I can get something going with, uh, you know, different organizations here in the States. Or, pardon me, in Canada. I know there's one lady out West, but, um, you know, like you folks have been at it for a while and you've got some success there and maintained your group Mm -hmm. for a number of years. And here in Canada, we we keep getting shut down. So, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm here. I'm learning from you guys. I want to help you in what you're doing, you know, as a representative of Canada and helping this go global. So, um, yeah, and I'd be happy to help anybody. Uh, if we can find somebody who's got cameras and a little bit of know-how with that, um, we can start putting together. And I agree with you. We need something professional, like a, a, a more professional um uh, type of documentary, people going out there with their iPhones and doing stuff like that, you know, and they're angry while they're doing it. And it, it, people who are stalked know how that person feels. We understand mm-hmm. it. But if you don't have that experience and you watch that video, you might get turned off. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. so you're, I agree with everybody here, putting out the flyers, getting that public awareness going and getting people to think for themselves. And um, if we can do something with a documentary or put together several uh, YouTube clips uh, and get some interviews going, maybe we can find people to do an interview, Um, you know, and I can see what I can do here from Canada, but uh, maybe we can pull something together. Well, do you guys have any meetup groups in Canada? There's a Dr. Matthew Aaron in Vancouver who was on the international uh, video, and I he was the one. Also, I saw him on another video where he showed um, the electronic sensors in his drywall. But he was also in on the international video. He's in Vancouver, um, British Columbia, and he said his game stalkers is just running rampant. 
in downtown Vancouver. And that yeah. may be someone you can reach out to over um well, he doesn't live. In, he doesn't live in. He doesn't live in British Columbia anymore. He lives here in the state. Oh, he oh. he had to move. He he did. Yeah, because he was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Oh, gosh. I don't. Can I ask you some questions? Um, I have found, in my experience with this, that there are spies everywhere, and I don't mean just with spies, gang stalker spies. But where I live in Ottawa, which is the capital, I have to be really, really careful because I have had some very interesting people try to talk to me. And when I, afterwards, I'm, you know, they come up out of the blue and try and start a conversation. And when I'm listening to how they're dressed and what they look like and what they're doing, and some of them have a little earpiece, I'm, you know, I'm like, this is, you know, this is so um, ubiquitous in, in every avenue of society that I myself have to remind myself constantly all the time to be careful, to be watchful, to be cautious. Because uh, once you become a targeted individual, it's not just, you know, gang stalkers out there. This is really um, a deep program that goes through many aspects of surveillance and mm-hmm. anything, co- you know, connected to surveillance. Well, you've got a wonderful point, but I, I want to throw something at you because this is how I feel, that mm-hmm. with these flyers, when, mm-hmm. um, I, because I go up to the perpetrators, I deliberately mm-hmm. go up to them and hand them the flyer. And yeah. um, when they know that you belong to a group, that you're not single, you belong mm-hmm. to a community of TIs. They're going mm-hmm. to look at you a little differently than you being a single person out. So mm-hmm. having a flyer, even if you use our flyer until you mm-hmm. can establish something, um, mm-hmm. this will give you some um, ammunition, so to speak, to hold mm-hmm. and be a part of. And if you feel that you're being threatened, that you can mm-hmm. you know, kind, be kind to them and say, mm-hmm. I'd like for you to read this, and off you go. Now, that mm-hmm. is my suggestion. I could be wrong. Terry, what do you think? What do you guys think? I know the RCMP has a reputation for being very uh, nefarious. Mm-hmm. I used to live in Detroit, and I'm familiar with Canada. I went to Canada, and mm-hmm. I've been in Canada, and I saw what they did up in Quebec. Um, yeah. When they took over the golf club, um, they wanted to for the yeah. country club over the native indigenous people yeah. Um, yeah. burial grounds and how they just broke them down. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, even the airports was, and this was, this was what, yeah. 30 years ago? And the yeah. airports were secure. Everything was secure. And I was in the pro-choice movement going back even, again, even back further than 30 years ago that we tried to bring in, we were told that we had a lecture on our bodies ourselves because I, I worked in women's health and this group in Michigan where we were up at the state building and lobbying um, on a weekly basis. They stopped us at the border. They took us to a background check, and they took our books. And this was 35 years ago. 
And so I know I, I know what the, the ladies from Ottawa are saying is true. They are very tight. Canada gives the appearance of being much freer than the United States. But underneath that, when you pull back that cover, I do understand your hesitation because they knew we were coming. And we were coming yeah. from the States. And yeah. they and I know they put it in our record. And at that time I was in grad school at the University of Windsor. I pulled out because it just got too weird. At that time I didn't understand about yeah. gang stalking. Yeah. Yeah. And, so it, yeah, and I know that incident in uh, Quebec with the Native people that you're talking about when there was a yes. person that died and they pulled in the military with tanks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was their land. They didn't want that golf course on their land, right? Yeah. They were yeah, standing was, up for what was theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but every group, no matter where we live, they use mm-hmm. one specific tactic, intimidation. That yeah. is what mm-hmm. they want. That's their stronghold. If they can intimidate you to back you away, they've won. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I, and again, I'm, I'm me, I'm not speaking for you, the gal in Canada, but I understand where you're coming from. I'm just trying to, to reach out and, and give you something, mm-hmm. uh, something to hold on to maybe to um, mm-hmm. protect yourself, so to speak, you know? Um, yeah. Because yeah. I'm being intimidated. I'm being gang-stalked like crazy. They're hitting me the same way where I live. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. will not allow them to push me in a corner. I will not allow them mm-hmm. to change my, my direction of my life, and I will mm-hmm. not allow them to take me over at any point in time. Uh, that's yeah. just me. So, I mean, I go up to them. I hand them a flyer. I am, in fact, they start running. Oh, today um, I parked into a, a parking spot, and this guy was sitting in his car staring at me and staring at me, and I grabbed my flyer, tried to get out of that car, and he almost ran over a pedestrian. And the gal said to me, my God, he just, he just about ran me over because he needed mm-hmm. to get the H out of there because I was coming after him. Mm-hmm. So I, they run here. When you start going and you start calling them out, mm-hmm. oh, they don't want to be called out, you see. They want to play the silent game. They want to sit in the background like they're not being noticed, but they are being mm-hmm. noticed. I know yeah. they're. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all, you know, I've gone around and, and taken video and camera, like snapshots with my, with my iPhone, and uh, they'll hack into my iPhone and take the pictures out. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, and they cloned my phone. So yeah, yeah. well, I but that I, didn't uh, stop you because you kept going, right? <laughs> you're right. Yeah, see, see, you don't look at it that way. They did not stop you. You still survived. You still <laughs> thought of other ways around it, and that's good. Yeah. Well, I have, you know, like I'm learning from you folks. I've been doing this on my own for a long time, but it's really good to learn from other people's experiences, right? So. And I would love to try and get awareness here in Canada because uh, people here really have their head in the sand. And they're just, uh, I think more people here would be apt to join into the gang stalking <laughs> than become a target, you know what I mean? Or, or take or stand up for justice. They'd be more have apt you thought to of a um, getting stalker. a web page up or anything like that? Well, I looked into that, and I tried already to set up, uh, like, a WordPress, and that got, I mean, I didn't even have it up a month, <laughs> and I only have one post on it, so um, I'm going to try again, and I'm watching what, I'm learning from what you were doing, you see, and so 
um, because uh, and I've seen other people here in Canada who got taken down too. And so, um, if people, you know, like I started researching this only because I I started looking up stalking because I knew I was being stalked and I thought how weird that was, you know, and strange things started happening to me, like the glass beside my bed disappeared when I was sleeping and uh, uh, other things, you know, people looking at me strange and texting, you know, looking at me and texting and I noticed this going on all over the place and I just the feeling that comes, the strange feeling that comes when you're being stalked and people are looking at you that way. That's how I, because of my own experience, and um, it took a while for me to look into getting taking part of being talk shoe and, and doing this. And um, I had gathered some evidence of my phone being hacked. Uh, and so I have some proof of it. And they tried to destroy that proof many, many, many times. But I was able to hang on to it and, you know, hide it so they couldn't destroy it. But... Uh, because of that evidence, and people will say, oh, well, yeah. But the other stuff I have, like the holes that they put in my clothes and the tears that they put in seams, to, they, to somebody else is thinking that's not evidence because you could have done that yourself or you have moths. But moths don't leave perfect round holes the same size in your clothing all the time, you know. So I had the same thing happen, exactly. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. only my clothes and some of my furniture also. Same here. Yeah. My furniture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I even my coffee too. maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I had a cord that had been some tiny little cuts put in it, and it was meant to electrocute me. So mm-hmm. um, I got rid of that. But I had to, you know, I've been uh, hit with EMF waves to um, give me heart attacks um, mm-hmm. to. Uh, give me a brain injury uh, mm-hmm. and kill me with strokes. And mm-hmm. my faith is what brought me, you know, and being poisoned and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, hit and run accidents, stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, being thrown downstairs, all sorts of things. And mm-hmm. um, I have a spinal cord injury from that, being thrown downstairs. But so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on a disability now because of that. But uh, so, yeah, I'm. You know, I you're absolutely right. When you're part of a group, and that's what I want to see happen here in Canada, you know, when you're part of that group uh, and we're sharing our stories like I can with you, that will help us. And it looks, and like I say, every group that has started up in the past always got taken down. So um, I'm hoping to learn what, you know, how we can maintain it over time like you folks have done. What about Facebook or something? Uh, can you get into something like that where you could have a Facebook uh, page? Uh, you can do um, a Facebook group. Yeah, I really stayed away from Facebook. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I don't use it, so. Yeah, I don't use it. Um, but I I was born very early on to stay away from Facebook, so okay. that's what I did. But I just thought, like, how could you get the name of the group out there? You're right. Facebook is something like so many people are yeah, doing. Yeah, that's that what would I'm trying be... to think. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, there is a site called Ning, N-I-N-G, but, again, this is in the U.S. Uh, you could look at it. You do have to pay for it, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's that terribly expensive. 
Um, and, and I know it's international. I know people from all over get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's N-I-N-G. You might want to just check it out or, or, you know, do your own research, and maybe you'll find something even better. Um, mm-hmm. But I think getting a page up, if you could only get that going, uh, that would be your key to reaching other, you know, areas. Well, yeah, and I like I started writing about this several times, and I've always had my files got uh, hacked out of my laptop, um, out of my phone. I had flash drives they got hacked into and destroyed. Um, you know, uh, I had things on floppy once when we still had floppy disks. Remember that? That all mm-hmm. got stolen, and that uh, the files got stolen right out of my. Uh, computer, and then eventually the computer that computer got destroyed. So um, over time, I have tried to keep notes and things like that, but they always find them and destroy them. And uh, so, um, and getting up a website, um, like you said, I can look into this, and I can look into. I thought about like something like Blogspot or Word. WordPress is what I tried before, and that didn't last very long. So. Um, you know, we can barely try and get anything going. <laughs> what about Pinterest? Is Pinterest popular over there? Oh, um, Pinterest. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I, I haven't tried that, you know. I haven't tried that. So I suppose that's really popular, right? It is here. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if it for that purpose, though. <clears throat> you right. know, um um, I have tried to put things on from Terry's site, uh, and, and it is very slow in reaching people, but it is starting to come around. Um, but, again, I think it's slow, but you only need to get a few people to reach out to, and then the word will start going. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, that first couple of uh, tries that you need to get going on. And Terry, do you have any suggestions? <clears throat> Well, there's lots of things that you could do to get awareness out. I think uh, the best way would be to start, see if you can start forming. I don't know if you guys have meetup groups in Canada, but we need to get organized around the world in a way that we never have before, and that's going to take people sort of working together, uh, weeding out dysfunctional people in the TI community, and uh, really getting the people organized that want to be the leaders to go forward in our fight. And another thing is we have to really keep it mainstream, guys. We've got to pick and choose our battle very well because if you fight something that's going to take on every problem in the world, you're going to have less likely to penetrate and make it uh, headway. So if we stay very mainstream and focus on the stalking and the do weapons, is which I mainly focus on for those of you that know me, uh, mm-hmm. that's a lot narrower path. And once we break free from that, like I said earlier on the call, I believe that's going to be a domino effect and that it will bring everything crashing down and many of these other issues that DIs have and other crimes that are involved in this will all come down. But it really goes to the grassroots and the more people you can get organized in Canada and get involved and, you know, get things working together. Uh, I don't know who does websites and everything in Canada, but if I was you, I'd start contacting them and saying, hey, let's work together. Um, my campaign is signs on the autos, wear T-shirts and uh, flyers. You you wouldn't believe how many times I came out and seen people taking pictures of the signs on my car, being in line or going through the shopping store. People stop me and want information from reading my T-shirt. And 
a flyer is the best way to hand out. And if you're in, in a building, I even carry cards, business type size cards. So when I'm in a building doing something, wearing one of my T-shirts where I can't carry all my flyers and stuff in, or where I think they might give me a bad time, uh, I hand out cards to people. Mhm. Mhm. Having cards made—that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm writing that down. Cards and T-shirts. Is there anywhere that you have a picture of your T-shirt, what it looks like, what you've got written on it? Yeah, it's on my website and the newsletter I'm getting ready to send out. Uh, what my what it says on it, I have my logo for my website on it. It says, Stop Gang Stalking Crimes, Become Aware, Empower Your World. And then it says, uh, Directed Energy Weapons Used on Targeted Individuals, Learn the Truth. It's got my web address and says, Ask for a Flyer on it. Okay, what is your website, Terry? It's StopGangStalkingCrimes.com. What about going to your your library? Um, your library's there, and um, like we can post things here. What no, about going that's, to? That's a real big. That's a real. No, you can't do that. They'll they'll shut it down, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys have different laws about freedom of speech up there, don't you? Yes. <laughs> We're not as free as you are. <laughs> we have we do have that sort of you know. Um, uh, old veneer. It's changing now with our new prime minister, but you know, where it's, uh, it's a beautiful, pristine country, you know, uh, but uh, and it is a beautiful country, but it's very, um, we don't have the same freedom you do. It's, there's a lot of constrictions and not all of them are spoken, you know, it's just very, if you live here for a while, you can feel it Yeah, compared to you know, the freedom you have in the U.S. It's very, um, things get, things will just, and they don't come right out and say it always, but it'll just get shut down. They'll have just you contacted Larry Lamont? Uh, hello? Hi. Have you contacted Mary Lamont? Mary Lamont? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. I was going to do that today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. And that's L-E-M-O-N-T, right? Uh, L-A-M-O-N-T, yep. Okay. Okay. I don't mean to take up the whole call, but I, thanks for all the suggestions. I'm going to look into it. Hi, no this is, my name is Melissa. I'm in Virginia. Um, to the hi, to the um, owner of the gangstalkingcrimes.com website. I think I sent you an email about your website. I don't know if you've gotten it yet, but well, actually, I, I contacted you through your, your contact form on your website. But I wanted to ask if it would be okay for me to use some of the information that you have on your website and put it on my website. Absolutely. You, my okay. website is for everybody. So whatever you want to reference to, copy, whatever you would like to do. Uh, this, this website is for the whole world to fight against this crime. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'm new to this. I've only been aware that I've been in the program for about a year, so I'm not really confident with 
like the information that I know about the program. So it helps to get information from people who've done a lot of research and who've been going through this a lot longer than I have. So thank you for that. Um, I have a suggestion um, that uh, I am starting to do, and that being when I'm being targeted, um, I'm starting to videotape. Because we cannot prove this by sight, we should be able to prove it by our voice. And therefore, when I'm getting targeted, I open up my Mac, I go to my um, QuickTime video, and I begin a videotaping. And what I do is I, I announce myself by my name, my age, where I live, uh, date and time, and then I start describing what is, how I'm being hit, if I know the direction, if I know what is being used on me, and like, for instance, it's my neighbors, so I know the address and the addresses. And I am starting to do this because I feel that in our future, we can come back and have these videos. They cannot take that away from us. It was in real time. It was, it, was, um, uh, it was noted as a specific date and time, who you are, where you live, and what's going on with your body. And if you want to then maybe take um, a video of, of, of the areas that you have been um, significantly hurt by and you can prove out, you know, put that in that video, you know, um, whichever way works for you. But I think this is something that we could be doing as a suggestion out there. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, other ways you guys can fight back, um, I go on YouTube every day and I post on all the new videos. Um, news articles, you can get on there and post on them. Uh, you can take a flyer and put it in an envelope anonymously and, and mail them to your doctors, your veterinarians, your psychiatrists, your counselors, um, people of authority in your life, you know, professional people. Uh, if you mail it anonymously, then you don't have to worry about it, but those seeds are already implanted for later on in case something comes up. Um, these are all great ideas to go forward and the more people that get involved and we do these campaigns and even sometimes I'll go around and I'll post on topics that are close to ours just so that when their comment section gets read people go oh whoa well here's this post from this about this crime so I'll take a few moments and go check it out so and you can all be creative, and if you guys aren't sure how you can help out, like I said, you know, contact somebody in the community and say, hey, you know, this is uh, this is my skill set. How can I help out, or this is what I would like to do. But we definitely got to get organized, guys. We have to let the leaders of the community know we need to get organized. The leaders really should start be having regular meetings, which I've talked about for some time. Uh, moderate calls for moderators should have regular meetings to help weed out some of the troubles and uh, people trying to keep it 
and something I, I'd like to say today while we're on here, and I've put this in my newsletter and stuff. I don't know if you guys noticed, but last newsletter, there was an article about what you say can hurt you. And I started out the newsletter by telling you guys about an experiment I did. I went around, because I want to know if these guys can really read my mind, everything that's going on. And so I went around for a couple of weeks, and I thought about certain things, and I couldn't produce any results. But the minute I started talking to people on the phone and getting on the calls and talking about it, then they started reacting to what I'm saying. So my point is, is be careful what you say because I believe a lot of this targeting is about what you complain about on calls. And there's a psychiatrist. I'm trying to find this article. I want to really share it with the DI community. But there was a psychiatrist that wrote an article that was called uh, America of Denial. or I, I believe that was the, top, the name of it. But what he stated in there was the reason why the TI movement doesn't really move forward is because we're not organized and people are stuck in a perpetual loop talking about their targeting constantly on the calls and stuff when they could be talking about activism and moving forward, finding solutions and working as a collective. But most of the time, if you guys notice, when you get on the calls, if they have a guest or something, a lot of it goes right into talking about targeting. And if somebody comes on and says, hey, well, let's just say, like handing out flyers or, you know, or doing something positive, you'll always notice that there's certain people that will come on and go, oh, no, we need to talk about targeting. They will do everything they can to direct it back. So I ask you guys to please think about this when you guys are on calls and you're listening to people. And if you agree with what I'm saying, help start pointing out to other TIs because we really do got to start changing the way we function and go about this because as long as we're divided, it's a much harder fight. These people are really organized that we're against. So the more organized we get, the better off we are. The more mainstream we are, the more sharper our knife is to plunge a hole through their line of defense, which is all their deceit and stuff. They, they want us to talk about all this weird stuff because they know it's harder for us to get the public to avoid us. And grant you, yeah, a lot of it's true. But if we mainstream it, then this other stuff can fall in place later. And really think about when you say something – I'm sure you guys have experienced this. You go on the calls and you talk about something, and then you'll get hit really hard with those things that you're saying, complain, that you're talking about. So I, yeah. maybe talk, yeah. change the way you guys think about it and what you talk a little bit and stuff. Um, I don't know if a lot of people notice, but I don't get on the calls a lot anymore because, for one, I kind of find it depressing with all the talking about the target. I know people need to vent. That's why I say find four people you can talk to on the phone on a regular basis, and you can vent that way. We do have people that come to the calls that listen, and they might be people that will really help us out and go forward. But that goes back to mainstream our fight and also the grassroots activism. So just think about that as you guys go through it and when you talk about it on the calls and you listen to people. Let's try to get the TI community out of that perpetual loop and really get us moving forward and getting things. Uh, you know, like the video, we really do need to have a good documentary. I, I'm told that there's two that people are trying to put together. But any group of TIs that can get together and put together a nice group, or if we could get um, people to get some really nice uh, videos put together, we could probably find somebody to edit them and put them all together in a really great way. But that's definitely a solution. Another thing that's been talked about recently is the fact that our whole world is commercialized. Our whole world is done by these subliminal messages and stuff. So why don't us as a TI community make a commercial, a two to three, two and a half minute commercial 
of, you know, like two people talking, one person walked up and said, hey, have you heard about this crime? You know, something like that. And somebody explaining it, or, you know, a little kid saying, you know, why are, why are these people attacking me and my family, you know, and asking somebody it. But those are the type of things we're, we're going to have to kind of modernize our fight, too, as we go along. It'll help, mm-hmm. it'll help produce the results for us that we really need to get into. No, I agree with you, Terry. I was on a, a, a talk um, Saturday evening. I found it quite disturbing. Um, this one gentleman who had some problems in Texas, he went on, and if they were listening, they had plenty of ammo, um, the, the perps. He went on and on and on and on, and the moderator finally cut him off and tried to talk to him and explain to him why he was going. But he just like... At first, the moderator was late coming on, and he was airing these views about immigration, and it could really be offensive to certain pockets of the population. And um, then he went on and on about how he was hospitalized, and I understand what he went through, but he didn't. It was like he was just reopening the wound because he talked for like an hour, and finally they stopped him. And I was really disgusted. I said I wasn't going back on that particular um, call group anymore because it was, well, finally the guy turned around. They were talking about what to do in in cases of um, psychiatric intervention or hospitalization. And um, it took so much away from the call that I was just tired of listening to him. And it just, uh, another lady said she was leaving, going out. I think she was just tired of the call, and she cut herself off. But I would like to know, I'm Renee in Durham, North Carolina, and I find sometimes on the comments is Buddhist TI in North Carolina. I would like to start a group in North Carolina because I know I'm not the only one. You know, I know I'm not the only one in Durham. I saw a comment once on the website that things that someone had moved from another place and they said things are really horrible in Durham. But I haven't heard anyone else on any of the calls and I do call in at different times that's yeah. coming from Durham. Except well, I, believe, I believe Amy from Oregon is on if that's her that's here from Oregon. Uh Amy runs the T I group here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe she'd be willing to talk to you, you know, give her mm-hmm. phone number to you, or I believe you can find it on my website. And you can mm-hmm. give her a call and ask her about some tips and getting set up. And she uses a program called Meet, a uh, service called Meetup that's online. And mm-hmm. uh, there could be some, you know, you could go battle. The first thing you're going to have to do is some advertise. Hi, Hi, I'm on the call. I'm on your call, Terry. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. Yeah. I, I think there's a, a background noise. Uh, do you hear the background noise? A little bit. Okay, that's why I didn't want to get on the call. But you, but I can tell you about me that if you want to call me, I can give you my number. Okay, hold on one second. Sure. Okay. Okay, because okay. um, we can talk at different times. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Nine seven one two oh seven three four zero one. And you're Amy Okay. Yeah. Oregon. I, I I um lead the uh, the Portland, Oregon uh CI group. 
So, so I can tell you about beat up. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. And, and I'm my phone number. My name is Renee, and I'm in Durham, North Carolina. I'm in South Carolina. Okay, thanks for telling me. So I'll look for your uh, I'll look for your area code. No, on my area code, I still use my mail-in number, which is four four three six nine one one zero four seven. Okay, I'll look for the four four three then. But, but please soon leave a message. This way, I'll although it's not a spoof call, I get spoof calls sometimes. So I don't. Uh, yeah. You know that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I get a lot of spoof calls too. And um, from all over the country. So, um, well, I know they're just computer generated. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Good enough. Call me anytime. Okay, bye. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, and so uh, something else, you guys, I got a t shirt contest going each month. We're sending out one free t shirt. You can enter that at my website. Um, I'm trying to develop some uh, different things for the newsletter. Yeah, I'm a little restricted in what I can do with what I got, what I'm using now, but I'm checking into some different sources. And uh, I, I would like to see everybody, you guys, if you don't have meetings in your state, try to form one or try to form one near you because here in Portland, there's many GIs, and I imagine that every city that's from uh, medium up definitely has multiple TIs, probably 20 or more at least in every single one of those. So it's just a matter of some research and stuff, but I'm sure that you guys can uh, get something going in your areas, you know, as far as getting together. But the more organized we are, the, the faster we can get this movement going, the quicker we can get this exposed. Mm-hmm. That's why, Tara, we need to have people sign on this buddy list so we can find them in our state. That's why it's so critical uh, to go to his website and put your name and, and address and things on there. I'll, I'll do that as soon as this call ends. Okay. I sure will. Yeah, and also uh, there's a lot of petitions been posting, uh, like Militant Black uh, needs probably about 30 signatures left, and that will be sent off. And we should get involved in petitions. And, you know, just don't get involved in mine. There's many different things going on out there. Uh, pick and choose, you know, what you want. But uh, I really do think the grassroots campaign is going to be what really can push us over the top and open the door for everything else. Um, and, you know, each week, you guys, try to figure out one good thing that's happened during the week and bring it back to the call. I don't know if you got how many people out there realize, but um, negative and positive energy are very real things. So if you yes. think negatively and you talk negatively, that kind of sets the tone for your day or your week or whatever. If you do positive, it's, you know, it's uh, it comes out much better. You're more uplifted. I often tell people, don't look at your perps as perps. Look at them mm-hmm. as a as a thing that you can edu- you know, a person you could educate. Somebody to mm-hmm. bring into the light and pull out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at things much different, I don't know if you guys know who Joyce Myers, but I recommend all TIs read the books, uh, The Mind Connection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, The Mind Connection and Battlefield of the Mind by mm-hmm. Joyce Myers. She's a 
I'll tell you, it's all about how the way you think and what's going on in your brain, and mm-hmm. it's helped me tremendously. Mm-hmm. That's the law of causality, um, cause and effect, and what you attract. If you put negative energy out there, you attract negativity. And Absolutely. I agree with you, Terry. I'm into energy um, um, energy healing or energy redirection. And part of the meditation is to retake that negative energy and turn it into positive energy and to redirect it. And I was going to speak to another TI because she was so angry that she was she was being mobbed. And I understood why she was being mobbed. She's in Kansas because to listen to her talk, she was so negative and so angry, she was drawing the energy. And I asked her who else she was talking to, and she was saying she was talking to a couple of others. And I said, well, what do you talk about? You must be very angry. And I am going to speak to her about that because she's drawing negative energy. And she has a daughter, and she said when she goes out, they're calling her whore and bitch. But I listened to her commentaries and the things she says about people, and I understood very clearly that she that they listen to it too okay, her on the phone, and that she draws that kind of, because they know she's very angry, so she draws that kind of negativity, and it's working. She's very isolated, no friends, and uh, says um, some terrible things, and um, she's very angry, and uh, I'm going to speak to her. She Sometimes I'm trying to catch her on a call, but I am meditating about it and praying about it, and uh, I am going to speak to her about the negativity because they're using the angry things she says on these calls uh, when she's talking about the TIs, and I redirect her conversation when we're talking. I, I turn it around, but I realize also, because she said she had this one friend, and the lady stopped coming around, and the first thing that crossed my mind, like Terry said, was that um, that they played some of the things that she had said on the phone. I was quite sure of it. Um, and I probably turned this lady off. And um, so I'm calling her back to see if she's heard from her because I was that one friend that would come and visit and talk with her. But she may have shut that down, shut that avenue down. But you're right. Um, I started thinking about that because I used to be very angry and uh, cursing at the perps and everything. That does not work. It just gives them more power. And um, it's like they feed off of that. And uh, and they'll use that indeed as even a reason to show that, you know, there's some type of mental illness because people in general don't know what's going on. They can't understand why you're so angry. You know, they figure that something is, it has to be something, some type of emotional disturbance because they'll give that appearance and then make it appear it's just you and others don't see what's going on around you. And um, it does. She shut people down. I, I've, I've actually had that experience. And it's turned me around to be more positive and, um, and how I approach things. And it's made it more difficult for them to target me and to go into groups that I participate in because uh, they don't believe it, because they don't see that angry behavior. Yeah. Well, and also, you guys, uh-huh. most of you guys know I go to church regularly and I taking classes, educating myself on the Bible more extensively. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks a lot, too, about rumors. And this is that's mm-hmm. one thing that these perpetrators use. Rumors are a great way to destroy people's lives. That's how they just help destroy our lives. But mm-hmm. also in the Bible, it talks about, you know, what comes out of your mouth, you kind of manifest and what goes on. So that mm-hmm. goes back to the, the positive and negative energy, too. 
Yeah. Consider that when you guys are, you know, starting your day, think of something really pleasant, get up out of bed. I, I say my prayers, and then I get up out of bed, and I go about my day, and my day starts pretty good. I'm, you guys, I can never explain to you everything all, that all these guys put me through and everything, but uh, I can tell you what, I'm probably about the, I don't even get mad no more. I, I don't get angry. It, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because thoughts are things. Part of the training um, with energy is that what you think, you can manifest. And if you're thinking negative, you will manifest that negativity. You're putting out there. There's thoughts of things. And the power of the mind is, is, is something. And they're using that, that against us. So we got to turn that around. And we are turning it around. But we have to be more positive. And, um, and I've been on calls with people yelling out, well, I'm mentally ill and I want to get even. It's a time and place for that. And we are getting even. Can I even. being 10 years younger or her new identity? Because I would really love that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, you guys, some you know a good a good example of how things can go out. Look at these protests. Some of them, people go out and they protest, right? Well, the minute somebody starts breaking, tearing up cars, breaking down store windows, you've lost your motivation for that event, and exactly. you set your cause back. So when mm-hmm. we get upset and we get angry, we're actually setting mm-hmm. ourselves back. And the same thing with people in the community that try to misdirecting and cause some problems. You know, recently. There's somebody that created some problems with me, and I'm still yet to address it. I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to have to go about this. But these things are being done on purposely. So we've we got to read this. And, and think about things that people say in, in the TI community. Really think, do I want to support this negativity or not? Because the more positive we are, and I, I'll say this a million times probably before we beat these guys, but organization, positive organization. You know, we don't have to commit any crimes. We'll bring these guys out of the darkness and into the light with mm-hmm. simple pieces of paper with ink on it, or as Sue calls it, ammunition. And mm-hmm. I like that terminology that you use because it really is ammunition. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the way I got rid of my stalkers was handing them flyers and talking to them and educating them so they knew what type of crime they were really involved in. Mm-hmm. And also, if I could throw something at you guys, too, is, is try to keep your life as normal as possible. I, mm-hmm. I have found that since I have been doing this religiously, um, you know, doing the things I used to love, whether it's baking, reading, arts, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, uh, outside events, biking, I'm incorporating that back in my life. And mm-hmm. the more I bring back, the more happiness I have, the more positiveness mm-hmm. I have, and my life is changing for the better because mm-hmm. these flyers that I hand out is so rewarding and it's changed my life around so much. My anxiety mm-hmm. is gone. I don't have that 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 uh, uh, jumping out of your skin kind of stuff all the time. That that mm-hmm. has left me, and so mm-hmm. being in a normal life again is what you've got to try and keep or regain. Mm-hmm. Yes, regain your life. Take it back, guys. Don't let these guys control you. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. Go out where you want. It might be a little annoying, but you'll get used to it. Think about it. You guys are actually the stars of the show. They get up in the middle of the night to come see you. You don't get up to go see them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, 
They're, if you look at it, you're like a celebrity. They're the paparazzi. They come out to film you, to watch you, to mm-hmm. love you, to irritate you, to get involved in your life. You're the celebrity. Just think about yourself as that. You know, mm-hmm. well, I, I've even been known when they stalk me to make some poses and stuff. Mm-hmm. To go out I mean, and, you know, kind of I'm shake my booty fine. at him and pose and say, hey, here I am. <laughs> you know? When they get mad, they don't like that. They want you down. They want to ruin your day. Yeah. They want to destroy you. Yeah. When they can't do that, yeah. I mean, if you don't feed the sharks, they'll go away. They really will. I mean, once this constant, once this uh, concentration camp is exposed, they'll see how bad of a crime we had to go through, and they'll redress the damages, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. At least that's what. At least that's what I'm here hoping. I am too. Well, I trust me, each T.I. that takes your life back and gets out there, they know the end's coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each if you guys really think about this, if you get out there and you do activism, just keep mm-hmm. this in your mind. When they have to change their tactics to try to get at you, that's their way, that's their way of telling you, oh, you're doing something right and I'm trying to stop you. That's right, Terry. That's a really good point because that's how I look at it every time I go out to hand out flyers. They don't like it, but the more I do it, you know, not only are you making them go out, you're also making them pay for all these people watching you. So let's have exactly. them pay a lot of money. So let's go out exactly. four or five times a day and <laughs> drive around the corner and come back because they've got to they've send out the troops. And who pays them? But they do. Is there anybody new on the call that might be interested in in handing out flyers that we could get you some? Because we'd be happy to get you a packet and get you started. Well, think about it because um, it's extremely rewarding. Uh, I've been doing it since July. I've uh, probably handed out four or five hundred. Who? Yeah. Hi, it's Amy. Yeah, hi, I, Amy. I've been, hi, hi. <laughs> I've been thinking about asking Terry for four more signs. I got four of his laminated. I got one of his laminated signs uh, when, he, when we had the meeting uh, a week ago, and I put it um, on, um, inside the window of my car. Uh, it's, it's the Stop Gang Stalking sign, Terry, the one you laminated. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, hmm? so, so I was thinking I, about asking you for, when I see you again, asking you for a couple more of them. Okay. I put that in my car, and uh, I, hope, uh, I hope people will see it, you know? And I've been taking flyers with me now wherever I go. And but I won't I don't I don't want to sound negative but um it seems like um sometimes, not always, sometimes there's there's more um gang stalkers around than before. So that's probably some kind of tactic ploy. 
to uh, maybe manipulate me into stopping uh, handing flyers out. So I, mm-hmm. I, I don't go for it. I don't buy it. I, I see right through it. So I just I just, just continue to hand flyers out. And continue to hand flyers out. That's what I wanted to say. And I think this background noise, I'm going to mute myself. Well, I'm going to give my address. I, I'm sort of new on the calls. I've been calling for the past two to three weeks. My name is Renee Dickens, R-E-N-E-E, Dickens, D-I-C-K-E-N-S. My first name is Vanetta, but I like Renee better, but you can send it to Vanetta Renee. It doesn't matter. Um, 3409 Hope Valley Road, number nine, Durham, North Carolina, 27707. I'd be glad to hand off my, if I'd like to see if they get through. They're not removed. Um, they have a video camera on the mailboxes here. But, uh, Jerry, did you get that? I'll give it uh, No, I didn't. Okay. I'm okay. problems with my phone. They just kicked me off. So okay. if Renee, you could grab that. Okay, I'll get it. Renee, uh, slow down just a minute. So that okay, I, I do talk you, fast. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Well, that's okay, hon. Um, I'm in the east. Terry's in the west, so it would be good for me to get you these flyers. It could be quicker. So it's, okay. it's is it Renee R E N E E? Did you say? Yes, that's correct. Dickens and Dickens D I C. Go ahead. D I C K E N S, like Charles Dickens, the author. Okay, and it's thirty four oh nine. Hope H O P is in Paul E. Yeah. Valley V is in Victory A L L E Y Road. Okay. All right. Number number nine. All right. And that's Durham, D is in David, U-R-H-A-M, okay. North Carolina, uh-huh. 27707. Got it. Okay. I will get uh, a packet of flyers and some ammunition. I'll include that um, for you to have and uh, get started with. It would be no problem. Okay. I'm going to look for community yeah. activities because it's holiday time. Uh, Sorry, right. I didn't say something before because I should have been at the Christmas Day Parade, one of those perfect opportun- family opportunities. But there will be okay. other opportunities between now and the New Year's. So. What? Well, yes, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Go ahead, Terry. I was also going to say, guys, I'm starting a new a new thing too on my website and my YouTube channel. Um, Many causes throughout history, they had to put faces to the victims. So that's what I'm going to start. If you guys want to send me a picture with your name, two or three sentences, something about you, if you want, uh, that would be great. Or if you want to make a short uh, video and get it to me, you can share it through Google Drive or something. Uh, do that, and I'm going to start posting them on a, on a special uh, channel on my website so that we can start showing the faces of victims so these people can know who who's being hurt, what they look like, and that they're actual people that were not some code name, some number, something else, and learn that, you know, of all ages. Because we got people from women that are pregnant with fetuses in their stomach being targeted. Oh we're up to people laying down in healthcare centers that can't even get out of bed. So we need to oh. let people know this. And the faster we get this, this word spread, the faster we're going to get more control over this. So that's why we need people from every state. That's our goal, is to have a unified newsletter 
which Terry's doing, and a unified flyer that he has, they will all pass those out so that if you're in Nebraska or you're in Texas, those flyers will be seen, and eventually, with enough of us, it will connect. It will connect all of us. That's why it's important to be out there with the flyers. Oh, you guys, uh, i got to step outside, take the dog out real quick. So if you continue on, I'll be right back. Right. Um, so like and myself, uh, go ahead. Just I'm sorry, Kevin, what? Um, anyone got any good news about ex- about any further exposure? Say that again. I didn't understand. I'm sorry. Um, does anyone have any good news towards further exposure? Well, it's being exposed every day, Kevin. It's something big you'll see in the media. I mean, it really is a grassroots thing that we have to do here. And once we get it going, Kevin, then you'll see, you'll see changes and you'll start hearing about them daily and people will be posting them in their newsletters and everything. Well, Terry, you're getting also a lot of people from around the world coming and asking yeah. the flyers. <laughs> I mean, you got somebody from Australia. Um, you mentioned yep. what, what other I have people from Israel that's contacting okay. Uh, okay. Canada, Germany, um, Europe. It's just taking time, but it's getting moving. It is, very much so. And very quickly, it seems like, all of a sudden, it's really taken off. Um, and I think that's because of, of again, the, the exposure they were giving to the public. This is why this is so critical for handing out these flyers. And um, it, it, it will change your life. You don't have to be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid about. Um, they're more afraid of you when you're out there with, with these flyers. They're afraid that you're going to see them, you're going to expose them, and you're darn right. You're going to go up to them and you're going to hand them a flyer, and you don't have to say anything. Um, I do that all the time, and, and you, got, you know. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, you guys, uh, there's a new video it's, uh, from Japan, and it talks about and has, uh, there's even a brief clip with me on there. Uh, it talks about activists all over the world working uh, towards this, and I would suggest that you guys watch that and share it with other TIs and share it with your friends and your families and Everybody, it's to show that it's one of the videos that is starting to show the mass movement for things. I saw it. It was excellent. It came in a packet to me. Um, I think Ashley sent it to me. And um, it was a group of videos, and it was excellent. That's not good to you, Terry, but it made me feel strong to know people. And the people in Japan are just amazing. The number of people yeah. they had out there marching. Is there anybody else that would like a packet that hasn't come forward? Well, this is a relatively small call, but it's growing. We're getting more people okay. that are stopping by. And, uh, but yeah, I encourage you guys to work on activism all throughout the week. You know, you guys that come here, 
think about what we can do to go forward, bring your ideas and stuff. Try to think about something good that happens to you each week so we can keep a nice positive uplift to it. Um, and, you know, people do ask you questions. If you don't know the answer, don't just make something up. Always be honest. Um, we are out doing activism. I know some of you won't agree with this, but if they do ask you if you're a targeted person or you're an individual, I always say yes. And uh, if they want the answer to something, get a you know email or something to ask them to get back to them or, or point them in the direction so that they can get an answer to their question. But try not to leave anybody hanging that you talk to on mm -hmm. uh, something. If you don't know, then just say you don't know and either say you can, you'll look it up and find them the answer and get back to them or point them in the direction where they can get it. That's always a great practice to have. Oh, and something else uh, I want to mention to you guys. If you guys talk about things, um, terminology is really good. If you use the word tenonitis, say artificial tenonitis, that means it's man-made. Um, voice mm -hmm. to K V2K is actually an old term. Uh, the government mostly uses uh, microwave auditory effect. And mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm going to put to let together a list of different terminologies to help us out and get that out to everybody on one of my newsletters. Because that that'll definitely help us out the way that we uh, talk to the public, what what language we use. You know, I was thinking about this other way, and I don't know if this is a good way or not. But you know, like, and I don't think we got the we excuse me my my English. I don't think we have the right um, right amount of money to to go in this direction. But you know how the transportation buses that, that drive around our cities and they always have an advertisement on the side. Um, gosh, I always think, oh, what a great way if we could get into an area like that where these buses are driving around the city and showing, you know, our, our community. Um, that would be one heck of a way to reach a lot of people very quickly. But again, I think it might be, uh, the transportation system might be so integrated and, and so corrupt that we may not be able to even venture there or be able to afford it. Then I was thinking about what about airports and, and going um, and hitting people like out of the baggage claim or something, you know, I'm, you know, where you get a lot of people. Um, I kind of was thinking in that direction of transportation where, you know, a lot of people use. Anybody have thoughts on that? No, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I tried. <laughs> well, it's definitely something that we can look at in time. We just have to uh, keep working on it. You know, it, it'll all come to light in a matter of time, different ways that we can use. But as that, there again, it goes right back to public awareness. Once we get public awareness to a certain point, then people will let us have, you know, advertising signs and it'll be in mainstream media and we can have positive articles better in newspapers and maybe we can get some money to do some posting in newspapers, you know, at some point in time. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Terry. I'm jumping the gun. Yeah. There's an indie paper here that's um, in North Carolina that's in the Triangle area. And I, I, I think I'm going to give them a call to see if we can post the ad. 
Yeah. It's just like a free paper, and it's passed out at all different, like, community sites, Whole Foods, um, um, Trader Joe's. Um, so it's um, – I'm going to contact them and, and see um, what it is, how we can go about getting uh, uh, advertising. Since it's a free paper, do they charge for the advertising, or do they have um, – Free advertising for um, um, nonprofit groups. Yeah, that's a good idea. That would be a great research project if anyone wants to see. Mm-hmm. To look where we can get small ads to put around the world. You know, we wouldn't have to put something big, just a statement. You know, uh, something I've been thinking about doing is just using my uh, logo that I have on my website and just directing it towards my uh, web, when you put my logo up and just direct it on my website when it says stop game stalking crimes and become aware of power of the world and then just add my website address. Uh, I want to share with you guys this week's newsletter. This is what I put on. I always put a little quote or saying on it. And this one is, I have endured, I have been broken, I have been known known hardship, I have lost myself, but here I stand. Still moving forward, growing stronger each day, I will never forget the harsh lessons in my life. They made me stronger. That's so true. Very true. I mean, each one of us TIs, I really, I know that some people have stated that they don't agree with this, but I really do believe it's our job as the people who know the truth about these crimes to educate the rest of the world so that we can stop other victims and humanity to falling prey to these predators. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, it is a pretty big obligation, but if us, the TI community, don't stand up and put a stop to this, eventually it will it will consume everybody even the perpetrators of this crime you know eventually this will go into their families lives and onward that's why once we get public awareness to that point i believe a lot of them will start coming forward especially every time something like this goes on in history they always feed the lower level to the sharks and a lot of them are going to want to jump out of the pond before they get eaten That's true. I'm looking. It's uh, Donna Brazil, who was the um, um, chairman of the Democratic National Party. She's written a book called Hacks. And um, she's on right now at PBS NewsHour. She's been on a lot. And she uh, was targeted. So she's telling her side of the story. So. Hello? Oh, we're all here. Okay. She's telling her side of the story. So it's it's interesting how it's all come full circle and about hacking. And um, I just wish I it was a way to reach out to Anonymous with the hackers. I wish it was a way to reach out to them because I would love to get to see what they are. They all have those 3G phones, and they're all the same. I've seen them in 
four different states what to hack into that network to see what they're saying to each other. That would be fascinating to hack their files. I would love to get the love to have them hacked. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. going to happen. There, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure by things that I've read that there's at least two of the hacker groups. You know, I, I can't state that positively. It's just my understanding and going forward. But it is it's very interesting. You know, uh, also Harvey Weinstein, somebody just posted some in the link. He actually went and hired people to go after 91 individuals. I read that article. And uh, that's interesting. And on this week's newsletter, I actually shared a company that says for $10,000, they will destroy and ruin somebody's life. They will ruin their reputations. They will stop them, everything. And this is a public company. They need to have their license pulled. They need to have, they need to, you know, they need to be closed down. Well, I can't even believe they're allowed to operate. It just blows my mind yeah, away. It, it, it blows my mind. That's just destructive. But, uh, and I urge you guys not just pass out fires. If you guys, you know, Debbie and uh, has signs on her car in Florida. Um, I mean, and I forget where she lives. But, uh, and Sue has signs. Signs on your autos. You may not think about it too much, but... Say like when you're shopping in a mall or you stop someplace, a good incident is like when I went to the Autobahn to take a bird that was injured. There was seven people outside waiting, looking at my signs and asking me questions about directed energy weapons. Uh-huh. You guys never know who's going to walk past your car and see a sign in the window to do it. And I might try to develop a, a small sign that I can put together and laminate for people. Uh, also, T-shirts. There, if you guys, I can only afford to give away one a month, but I can tell you what, T-shirts are huge. I get stopped all the time. People, you know, stop me and say, hey, I was reading your shirt. Can I get a flyer or a card or something? It is, it's just like wearing a billboard, an advertisement, you know, around town when you go. I wear one every time I leave my house. Every day I have a T-shirt on sometime during it. You know, obviously I don't read it when I'm sitting in church or if I uh, go into certain businesses like the doctor's office or something, but all the rest of the time I do. And it's, it's great advertisement for us, everything that we can do. Um, if I didn't live here in the trailer park, I'd have a sign in my house window, you know. Um, but it really is our job to educate people, and T-shirts and signs and flyers are the best ways I can think of to do so at the grassroots. When you first started your campaign, did you have a lot of people at first coming up to you to ask questions? Because my concern is they, they're keeping this, like, a hatred of bub- a, a bubble hatred or a hatred bubble around me of people that are very hostile. So I don't even know if I'm going to be around people that will be able to see a T-shirt because they're they're just, like, on me all the time. So I was just wondering. Well, see, uh-huh. The interesting thing, to answer your question, I believe this will be the answer for you. Interesting thing is when I first started doing this, building my website, put signs on my auto, wearing the T-shirts and handing out flyers, at first they stopped me really heavy, and that was an attempt to shut me down. I have no doubt about that. But then as they found out that I would actually go up and talk to the perps and hand them flyers and stand there and communicate to them what they were getting involved in, 
right then I noticed just decrease almost each day less and less people. Plus documenting, putting a you know a camera in your car, taking pictures of those people you see daily. Um, you know, because odds and mathematics are you, you're not going to see the same person. I mean, there's a paper that's written that says if you and your neighbor leave and go to the same store at the same time to go get items, the odds are you won't even see your neighbor in uh, in the store. And, and that's just true. Mathematics, if you see the same person three times in a day, there's something wrong there. You know, you see the same car the day three, there's something wrong there. I mean, just simple odds. Go like that. So yeah, they're gonna they'll probably step it up, but eventually, when you start talking to your perpetrators, you're gonna see them go away because the people on the ground floor are not supposed to know about directed energy weapons being used on you. They don't tell those people you're being tortured. I'd be willing to bet, from talking to all the authorities I have and police officers and stuff, that they don't know about it because I talked to one officer and when I got done, he definitely believed what I was telling me. He said he had no idea stuff like that was going on, but he did admit he knew about the program. So it's very important, and I, I realize not all of you guys will go up and talk to cops like I do and go to the mayor's office and drop off packages and stuff and go downtown to the cities. So I'm going to start going to town meetings and different things soon here too. But this is the way that that we do this. So they might step it up for a little bit, but honestly, if mm-hmm. you start handing out to your perps and stuff, I believe your stalkers are going to start going away. They did for me, and there's at least 20 people that have reported that you know, they're stalking is the stalking part, the do weapons, they that's hidden. Nobody's gonna see the beams coming to you. So it's gonna take more to get that to stop. But uh the stalking part is people reporting it's going away. They can't have this being exposed to the ground troops because if you really think about it, why is their technology if it's so effective on you, why do they have to have people out trying to stalk you to keep your height heightened defenses, to keep you off guard, to keep you off balance? Mm-hmm. That's because these weapons are not as effective as as everybody thinks. If you're not worried about it, you're not on the edge, you know, so to speak. You're not anxiety's blown out. So as you regain your life, like Sue has, and I have, and other people have, when you take that back, that anxiety level starts dropping. All this targeting has less and less effect on you. Ground regularly, um, keep your houses cooler. I keep my house about 60 degrees or cooler because all of this, technology to microwaving of you and stuff all talks about thermal energy the reason why people's eyes feel so funny it says in the government documents that your eyes have no thermal release so that means as they build up energy and stuff and they build up heat inside your eyes there's no way for it to release so they dry out they feel funny they feel irritated they get blurry you know your ears are constantly ringing your brain actually heats up um, they say for the people that the words actually form in their head, it's actually the heating and cooling in the auditorial cortex that's creating that. So uh, I recommend that you get four of those bags that's hot and cold. You don't have to put them in the freezer. Just tape them together, overlap them two and a half inches, tape them. Eventually you'll find out that you've, if you've had hot and cold over the years, they stay pretty liquid. You start wrapping around your head and stuff where you're being targeted they'll gel up in a relatively short time. The more they gel up, the more you can spread it out and it stays there. And it really does help out. And li- and I wear earplugs every night and you wear headphones over your ears with some sound, just barely so that you can make out the sound. Um, all this stuff helps out. But regaining your life, and I really believe in the Lord. I believe he protects me and he's helped push me through this walk. And that's a great impact on my life. And I believe all of you guys can have that. We can all find relief. 
Okay. But what does the, the earplugs do exactly? Well, if you think about it, even microwaves are frequencies, right? And the quickest way to your auditory cortex and to the inside of your head is through your ears, your nose, and your mouth. Well, you can't block off your nose at night, and your eyes are somewhat little restrictive, but not much, but you do close your eyelids and stuff. And your mouth closed when you're breathing, but your ears, if you don't put earplugs or something in them, it's directly open for frequencies to go in. So all you're Mm -hmm. doing is muffling it out a little bit, even though microwaves and stuff go through the body, through the walls and whatnot. You're still absorbing part of that energy to help out. And if you put headphones over it a little bit more and you drown out that vibration, that just seems to help out whether you're listening to Dave Case's CD or you're listening to music all night or a frequency to help you sleep. It seems to really help out. And uh, okay. usually I get the packs that have the blue or the purple jet, uh, liquids in them because for some reason they seem to help with the frequency penetrating a little better. But it does work very well for those of you who want to try it. It's about 50 bucks for four of them to tape together, but um, it really makes a difference. Plus you'll notice that um, if you guys try this and you get to used to it, You'll be you'll get it used to sitting over your head and wrap it around your ears and the back base of your neck and front of your eyes. Once you get one all taped together, you'll realize that when you lay down and your head starts to cool a little bit, it'll help you sleep too. Okay. Now, Sherry, how do you line those okay. up? I mean, how do you get them to to stay put? Uh, you got a headband, or what do you connect? How do you connect them? Well, I had a headband at first. What I did is took a tube sock and I stitched it together for those of you that sew. But uh, what I did uh, afterwards is once you get four of them together and they're overlapped too and you get the gel spread out, it kind of forms a pretty good cap. And as you sleep like anything, if you sleep in a small area, you get used to that area sleeping and you don't turn and spread out widely because you just naturally get used to it. So over a period of time, you'll get used to that cap, and you'll actually, I actually turn when I roll over, and my head kind of stays inside of it. Sometimes I get adjusted a little bit, but it's kind of weird. It's kind of like you adapt to it, especially when you realize the relief that you get. And maybe not everybody will get relief. Maybe my situation's unique, but I think it's worth trying. Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. Could you read some parts? what you do during the day to protect yourself? Um, what I do during the day, basically, is I stay very active. Um, sometimes I listen to music during the day. Sometimes I do wear head earplugs during the day. But moving around it was absolutely the biggest shielding that I found, if you guys want to know the truth, because this technology is designed to keep you inside your houses, to keep mm-hmm. you, they want to keep you to where you're not out running around. So what I do is I get out and move around. I mean, if you guys go out during the summer and you walk around on the ground in your bare feet, you're going to show difference grounding when I'm sitting around in the house doing things. I'm not right now, but most of the time I have a grounding strap that's plugged in grounding. Microwave technology, um, a few weeks ago I shared a guy who built a microwave gun, and you'll see him. He takes a fluorescent tube and light bulbs, and as he moves the gun over, it lights them up and back. Well, that's electricity being broadcast through the air. Your body is like a battery. It'll retain so much of that energy. For the you, you guys who get body shocks, 
where they're actually shocking mm-hmm. your body and manipulating things, you'll you'll find that if you buy a good earthing strap off of Amazon for thirty five bucks, it may take a few days. But trust me, after you start draining off that excess energy, you will feel much better. And those little shocks that they try to do to your body and stuff will slowly go down. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, also, somebody's posting about tinfoil in the chat. I just want you guys to know that tinfoil, yes, you can wad it up in a ball. You can throw it in a microwave. It'll spark and everything. It does block. But on the other side of it is, it's much more of an antenna than it is a shielding. So keep that in mind for people that use it. And when you see other people, you know, putting on building dresses out of it and different garments and whatnot, yes, tinfoil does shield, but also all they got to do is change what they're doing and boom, you've encased yourself or you put an antenna on. So really think about that. And like I said, if you get the hot cold bags, you're going to notice, because my parents have hot cold bags. They've been liquid for years. And I showed them mine. It took about a month, but they will turn into a thick gel like jelly. And that is from the microwaving of them. You know, the radiation just gels that substance in there. And that's why I think it's good to use the, the blue ones and the, and the purple type ones. Because once that gels, when you smear it around on your head, it stays put. It doesn't run into one corner of the bag. Hello, Sumaya. You know, I actually shared a another shielding thing today on my newsletter you guys might find kind of interesting. It's kind of like a bunker thing. I I have been grounding since July. I um, have a unit that um, I wear on my hip. Um, it's not the unit, excuse me, it's a pad. Um, and I wear it all night long and then I wear it throughout my day when I'm sitting. And I'm telling you that it is the most powerful way of calming your mind, your body down. Um, When I'm getting targeted, I will reach for my grounding, and I wear that. It will actually help to um, calm my mind down so that I can deal with the issue. It does not take the issue away. Nothing's going to take that away from us, but um, it will make a, a, a huge um, impact on your life. I can't tell you how how much positiveness that I have gained from grounding. It is just amazing. Um, it it also is going to um, in the future <clears throat> better my health because it fights the free radicals. Um, it is known when grounding outside to the earth. That's energy from the earth that comes into your body. And you research grounding, and you're going to find a ton of information that's positive that you can gain from this simple um, task of of connecting to the earth again. And so I'd highly recommend that. Uh, And I also use magnets. And magnets also are helping to play a part in dealing with uh, all this anxiety that's around you and, and the targeting. Um, those are the two things, besides what Terry's talking about, that I feel that uh, is really beneficial. 
That and something else I'll mention for you. I know marijuana is kind of a controversial subject for some people, but uh, CBD oil that's made for it. Um, whether you guys realize or not, it a lot of people talk about pain and using pain with it, but actually it also helps for appetite, and it helps balance out the person's mood. It helps improve memory. It better people. It's also been shown to have a better immune response which is your healing, protecting your body. It also helps with sleep cycles and the cycles of cellular life. So if, if you guys can afford just cheap CBD oil, you might try that because it really does kind of benefit in an all-around way too. Are you saying C like cat, B like boy, D like David? Yes, CBD okay. oil. And you can, it starts out about $20 a bottle, and it can go up to 200 but it definitely helps out. Where can you purchase that? Yeah. Um, what, you can order can it you... online, or if you have a state that's, that's uh, legal marijuana, most of the marijuana shops sell some type of uh, either drops or vaporizer. Vapor is what they call them. So do you put this like, on, your, on yourself, or do you ingest it? Well, you can in, you ingest it. So uh, you people, but like anything that you, I, that any supplements that you take, always look for reactions with any medicines you're already taking. Talk to your pharmacist about it so you can get some inside information, especially if you take a lot of medicines. But do your research. Just don't take my word for it or anybody's word on any supplement. I encourage Everybody, take the time to learn about what people tell you about before you start taking it. Just don't dive mm-hmm. into anything. And always look at reactions between different herbs and medicines and stuff. Um, not all the reactions are going to be known, but just be careful because you, herbs and stuff can cause you harm and, and you know even potentially kill you if you take too much of them. Uh, okay. A good case is that somebody was told once, and you guys, this was in mainstream media for a while, Somebody was told that carrot juice would help their eyes, so they drink a gallon of carrot juice every day, and I believe that it was either the fifth or the seventh day they died from yeah. it. They literally died from consuming too much carrot juice. That wasn't meant to scare anybody from carrot juice, by the way. That just meant to you know, point out that you can overdo it on anything. That's true. You can drink too much water, even. Yes, you can, water you can do yourself in with too much water. And also they actually say it. that judge your... I recommend drinking a gallon of water a day. I know the daily recommendation is less than that, but as TIs, um, we're being hit with microwaves and frequencies, okay? So microwaves, what does it do? It actually heats up the, the food and it cooks it. Frequencies do the same thing. They cause vibrations in tissues and stuff, which cause heating and... So that's why I tell people to drink lots of water. But a good way to judge it is by your pee, by how dark it is. You know, if it starts getting into reds and browns, more than likely you have some internal problems and you're not filtering out. If it's really clear, clear every day, they say that you may not have, you may be drinking a little bit too much water. You actually want a slightly yellow tint and not too dark. And that shows you your good range and your body's cleaning itself real well. Um, you guys can check it out. There's a lot of writing on uh, the Internet and YouTube videos about it. 
that you can monitor just that way. But uh, definitely drink more than what you normally do. The more water you drink, the better you are. And think about it. We're mostly water, and how do we cool ourselves? By sweating and stuff, and that's water. How do we give off our excess heat? By perspirations and whatnot. So as your body's being heated supernaturally by the outside force, you're getting rid of extra water. Are you there, Sumaya? Yes. How are you doing today? All right. How are you? It's good to see you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just filling in the time right now. Yeah. Have Have they let up on you, or how's your days going? Um, I guess you could say it was kind of an average day. Um... And I'm still in pain, but I got some cleaning done and got the garbage, checked the mail, you know, catching That's up awesome. with family. Are you, do you guys all got plans for Thanksgiving, I hope? No, I don't. Yeah, you don't? Oh. No, I talk to people on the phone, but I don't like to travel on the holidays especially because it's going to be really well, rushed, you know, heavy traffic, I'm right there with you. luggage, you know, all the lines and the, yeah, it's too much. So. Mm-hmm. Does anybody normally open a call on Thanksgiving? I've never noticed, to be honest. Um, Sometimes Derek has holiday calls, but I don't know if he has anything planned this week. Yes, he said he was going to have one all day on Thanksgiving. Okay. And the L.A. group is having an open call. Um, are they, they're doing a, a Thanksgiving um, brunch, but they're also, um, I understand, I hope they do do open call because I join it before I go to my Thanksgiving dinner. But I made a point to um, go out, as like Terry was saying, as much as possible. And um, usually when I'm gone, I make sure it's at least two or three hours. To, you know, make them work for their money. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Now get out, guys, and live your life. I'm not kidding when I mm-hmm. tell you that getting out and moving around, going to the mm-hmm. store, going to the parks, you know, even if you go for a drive once a day, get out of your house. Live your life to some degree. You, We all got to regain it. I, I talk to some people that stay in their house all the time. They have people that shop for them. Um, one particular person I talked to said they have not literally gone out of their house for almost 90 days now. 90 days. And can you imagine being hit with frequencies that whole time? Uh, It's just... I wish I had the magic words to get them to get up and go, but I, I haven't figured them out yet. But if I do, I'll share with everybody. And, you know, you guys support each other. Please, guys, we are a family. We really are. We should support each other. We should not go after each other. We should not be attacking each other. We should not have people in the community trying to tear apart what other people are doing. We should try to work and stay very positive, always working towards the forward motion. If somebody's in trouble, call them, support them, you know. Uh, If somebody's having a 
rough day, take a moment out of your day. If somebody says they're having a rough time, you got their home phone number or something, take a time and buzz them. Say, hey, how's your day going? What's going on? Give them a few minutes of your time. Let them know that people care each other. Really, guys, we, we all, a lot of us only have each other. I mean, I'm, I'm very blessed. I have my church and, you know, my family and, and everybody around me. But I want to see all you guys regain all that stuff, too. I want you guys to have all that. And for those that don't, you have each other. And, you know, you, if you guys have a bad day, anybody's welcome to call me anytime you want. You know, if I don't answer, I'll, you know, I'm probably asleep or I'll get on the phone and I'll get back to you just as soon as possible. But let's really work on building the TI community to a positive level that's never, ever been seen before. Let's put that positive energy out there so loud the world can hear us without us saying a word. Well, one thing we need to do is to stop allowing certain people taking over the calls. Yes, I agree. I, I've been saying that for a long time. And yeah. there's certain individuals that are in this community, people, and trust me, if you take pen and paper and sit down in front of you when you're on the calls, you'll notice that certain people are always interfering. Certain yeah. people are always organizing to set us backwards. Certain people always come on when you start talking forward. They'll want right. to get back to talking about the targeting. If you guys write this down, you'll see patterns in it, and you'll realize, and these people we need to stop – there's some people that pulled some really bad stunts recently. I don't want to share this yet, but because I want to address this problem with uh, moderators and stuff eventually, but it was really sad what was done. It hurt some people's feelings very badly, and it was hugely inappropriate. And uh, it's probably the most upset I've been in quite some time. But we what really do. Sumaya has such a good point in what she's saying, guys. I urge you. Please, when people are trying to take us off track or people are trying to attack other people or people are going off the moderators or website yeah. leaders and stuff, right. think before you join in. What well, is the goal to, here? They need to be cut. They need to have less airtime. And some people who take, and I don't want to mention names, but I think you'll know that some people aren't really TIs and all they do is come on to create a disturbance and bring the thing around themselves, you know, and their issues, which aren't even TI issues. So yeah. we have to well, cut those, that airtime short, very short. Hello? Talking about. I, I, I want to make this statement too, guys, and please take this to heart. Every single person on this call, you need to spread this, and I, I do mean need, I'm not trying to be pushy or anything, but really think about this. What you guys go through every day, how your body feels, how your head feels, how your mind feels, how your life's been affected, how it's been ruined. Now think about it. Would any real TI go out and attack other TIs if, if they're real victims of this crime? I mean, I could not do it, but no. there's people on these calls that do this constantly. They cannot be real TIs because real TIs would be suffering. They would know what others are going through, and they could not do it. So That's please right. think about that and let others yeah. know. People That's that right. do those things are not real TIs. Yes, that they're just there, uh, either consciously or unconsciously, 
to distract the calls in a totally unproductive direction, and they do it for hours. And that's the, that's the key there. You know, they're not interested in anybody else, and they're not interested in productive measures or solutions. They're just there to distract the call. Hello, hello. Can I say something? Hello. Yes, yeah. my, na- uh, my name is Alex. I'm calling from New York. And I would like to know, uh, the lady, I, I don't know your name, Terry? Hello? No, I'm a guy, the guy if you talk about me. Uh, Terry's no, the no. one that runs the call. Okay. Uh, what is, you say there is no solution. What is your opinion about what is the solution? My opinion, have... the, sol- yeah, no, the solution I, is... I, I, I asked the lady. Oh, um, I okay. don't have a single solution to all the myriad variations of this problem, but I'm saying in general there's some people, and if you don't know what I'm referring to, if you hang on the calls long enough, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, so you don't know the solution, and uh, what what's the uh, the gentleman? What is his opinion about what is his solution for the calls? For the calls, it's just for the for the TIs to to end the the, the suffering to to suffer. You know. My solution is is this. This is a campaign that I'm promoting worldwide. Signs on your autos and on your house too. If you want to put them in your house windows, get a T-shirt and wear it directed to a website that's very mainstream about this cause. That don't go in left or right field, and wear t- and wear T-shirts. And get out and hand out flyers. It's a grassroots campaign. Every single movement throughout history started out at the grassroots. None of them got to take a big leap, a big bound. So how about putting this? Sign- how about this? Uh, do you have? Do you know how to obtain a list of TIs? There is a list. Well, I have people that are on my victims list. That's now over 112. We have people that join in the buddy list, but if you mean there's a master list out there, the only one that has that is the government. Well, well, through the freedom, to freedom of information, I think it's possible to get that list. And no, it's not. Uh, no, it's, not. it's not. They no, will not, not get any no. list like that. They won't. They'll they'll tell you it's a matter of national security. I've seen people request the list. <laughs> I've seen people make requests to see if their names were on any list, and the answer <laughs> most normally was they could not do it for uh, national security or something like that. Well, then, uh, of course, they have a few people who are guilty terrorists or something, but uh, I personally, I'm innocent, and I don't know how I got on that list. What do you well, think? How you got on that list? How they put people on that list? What do you think? What? Yeah. Well, what I think is it doesn't matter. What I think is the crime that matters. That's why we have to do this grassroots activism, because we're never going to know why we're on the list. I mean, they go out and tell a bunch of lies about us. That's obviously why we're not on a list. That's how they enlisted the public. So the truth is that many people have gone through court cases, and then they started getting targeted. Some had spousal distance. They got targeted. Some were police officers. Some were whistleblowers. So there's a multitude range of how you could get on the list. So to me... That doesn't matter, but what matters to me is overcoming this and bringing this out of the darkness and putting it into the light. And what I, we'll I do agree that, totally. 
I agree with you totally, but what uh, we have to do is somebody who is going to be in charge in that list and uh, correspondence between people, have correspondence and make some noise. Well, because otherwise the thing they're, is, going to kill, they're going to kill us anyway. When that's they want. why we got to and, do the grassroots campaign. You're not going to be able to give any list. There probably isn't even one list that has everybody's names on it. It's probably a bunch of different lists. So but you and me are the, two people. Now, how many people you know? I know two people. Well, I've well, talked to hundreds of targeted people, if that's what you mean. But what I'm saying is, is it's so up why to don't you make the public. That's, why that's don't you make a list of these people? If you talk to 100 people, so why don't you ask them the names and put a list? That's what I'm saying. I have lists. If you go to my website, there's a list of 112 people, some even from different countries. I'm trying to build a list. It's a database that's at my website that I'm trying to build. I'm a first-time caller, so I don't know what's your website. What is your website? It's StopGangStalkingCrimes.com. Yeah, but... It's hard to get TIs to get involved and actually put their name on the list. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's Facebook groups that have as many as four to 6,000 people. And, you know, I posted in them and tried to get them to add their names or less and give testimonies, but it's really, really hard to do. TIs are scared. They don't want to get out. I mean, probably it's probably less than... Two, I'd say probably between two to five percent of the actual TIs will actually get out to do activism, and that's kind of so, sad, but that's the truth. Because I estimate there's that, at least uh, 1.2 million here in the U.S. victims alone. Well, why do you come up with this uh, number? I come up with this number because I think people registered at. TDI meetups and people have posted over the years and I broke the cities down to their sizes and stuff and I started out with the largest our our nation's biggest cities with 65 people and then I deducted the appropriate amount for each size that got below that then I took it all and put it all together and times it up and it came out to 1.2 million which I'm sure is low because a lot of TIs have never come forward and known we don't know how many have been arrested we don't know how many have been in mental institutions that have never come forward. So you can put me on the list. I got an email that I'm number 58, probably from the perpetrators. And they most likely, of course, they they listening now to the conversation uh, because uh, uh, none of my emails get the, to the destination. they blocking the emails, they're listening to the phones, and they're laughing because they can. They're sick individuals who are doing this and uh, you can put my name on the list you have my phone number okay. hello he probably hello. doesn't have your phone number um, yeah. sir you can so, go on to his website and sign up sir mm-hmm. and you know what they think what, what is your name lady my name is Ann Ann the other lady is Sue. Uh-huh. And uh, how long and, are you doing this? How long are you doing this? Um, I've known about this for one year. One but year? It's been long. How but many people how many people you know, TIs? How many TIs do you know? 
Um, in Massachusetts, we have about 15 to 20 New Eng- our New England group, 15 to 20 people. Wait a second. Massachusetts has the law against it. Only six states have the law against this. I'm in New York. Yeah. New York doesn't. New York doesn't have the law against them trying to to send the letters to congressmen. I spoke to one. He said I'm going to look, but they. Uh, I got to attorney general. He said we can do nothing. We don't have the law, but Massachusetts do have. The, they have the law over there. So how come they, all- they able? Hmm? I don't know how come because it's all illegal. Um, the New York people have a group. New York City, I think there's a group starting up. You can go to that group. I don't know about that group. Can you give me the phone number or something? If you go Hi, on sir. Derek Watt. Okay. Yeah. Hi, can I, yeah. This is Patrick. I, I'm sorry. I, I got on late, but I wanted to just address the gentleman who's speaking, and I'd, I'd like to strongly encourage him to do, as Terry has suggested, um, to take a look at Terry's website. Um, one of the things I just found today in Terry's newsletter was, it was a news article, uh, it was information that I had heard before, but Terry was able to find a source uh, in mainstream news, NBCnews.com, non-lethal weapons touted for use on citizens. So that is amazing. Um, yes. And what what Terry is saying is true. We need to start. This is a ground movement, and we have to start by raising awareness. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Let me ask you, how long are you doing it? You said we need to stop. If you're doing it for a year, how come you didn't stop be- start it before? Oh, I'm, no, I, I'm, I, I'm I, a first-time caller. No, I no, I, I've called a lot. I've, I have, I've, been, I've been bringing attention to this since the mid-2000s after... I was targeted in in 2002. Yeah, from 2000 in 17 years. Now you're saying we have to start. For 17 years you didn't start. Now you're saying no, we I, have to I start. Did start. Okay, Actually, I have sure, a problem. I did, I've been an activist my whole life, and I was bringing attention to the FBI's master criminal database, for instance, which contains 77.7 million Americans. That's nearly one in three of us. So I have been bringing attention to Americans being unfairly targeted since 2002. And I've been an activist uh, since my late teens. What's the point? What is the point to bring the attention to FBI? They know about it. You have to bring attention to people who are targeted. To come well, together. that's why we have these activist calls, and that's right. what we're trying to do. I'm, I'm saying that the FBI... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wait, a second. wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, before you start, the lady wants to give me the num- group number of New York, in New York. Can you give me the number in New York? Uh, I don't know. Who, Patrick, do you know the support group in New York that he can go to? 
I don't. I'm in North Carolina. Um, you just said they have a group in New York. How come? You're doing this for so long, and you don't know hey, the group? Hey, stop, stop. Enlighten you know, this is working what I was talking about. I haven't lived in New York in a long time. Okay. Thank you, you guys Patrick. Oh. I haven't lived in New York since 2005. I left in 12 years ago. Okay, you want the – hold on. I'll give you the number for the New York group. You got a pen okay, and paper? Okay, thank you. Yeah. It's 646 806 8654 8654 And the name? Angel. Angel, okay. Can What's call, your name? call him? What's your My name? name is Alex. Alex. Oh, Alex, okay. I know an architect call- here in New York, a Russian architect. His name is Alex. Yeah, I'm also from Russia. Uh, no kidding. You can say by, by accent. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, I want to point out to you that attacking people and getting loud with them, that that, that doesn't help us. That doesn't work. And, no, and, I'm asking you questions. Know, I want to find, you know, I want to find hold out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, okay. let me finish. Okay. okay. Okay, so doing this is negative. What we shouldn't be saying is what have, what haven't you done in the past or anything. What we need to do is that's why I took such a different approach to things. It's, I looked over the last 12 years and what had been done. That's why I came up with what I'm doing now and what I'm pushing. So we shouldn't be worrying about what's been done in the past. What we should do is be worried about where are we going to go from this moment forward, what positive things we can do. And if we spend up time arguing with people and saying, why haven't you done this, why have you done that, that's just stopping us and setting us backwards. So the thing is, is the biggest question is, you know, if you want, we can send you a pack of flyers to get you started and get you moving forward. Uh, Sue's right there in Florida. She can send you a starter pack if you want to get, you know, contact her and get information. She'll send you some flyers and and stuff well, and get I, uh, you moving. I just called today uh, to obtain a permit to protest, uh, and it takes a little time. So I'm going to make my own flyers, and when they got the permit. I'm going to make signs in New York. I uh, pick a place, maybe World Trade Center or somewhere, the people. And I would like somebody else to come out. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And maybe that New York group will help you get connections near you. Right. So I, I have uh, the reason that uh, I ask questions like uh, suspicious, because I'm sure that between uh, among the callers, uh, people who are insiders from... Uh, um, perpetrators and instigators. I'm sure of that. So they start, uh, they try play games. So they're very crude, these people. They, yes, they are. Well, so I got a question what? for you, just a quick question. Do you know if you were targeted in Russia before you came here? I know that I wasn't. Was not? Uh, my, my, oh. my target started like six years ago. Uh-huh. And slowly, slowly, but very aggressively for the last, last year. Where a lot, a lot, the last year was, is very aggressive with the pain, with the chips, with the microwave beams, with the yeah. all kinds of other beams, you know, uh-huh. skin rushing, all these symptoms which are described already. Yeah. Uh, ma- many of them I have. So uh, they, don't, they don't let me sleep, of course, sleep deprivation. I don't sleep. In my apartment, because they're bombing me, they have one guy below me, one up. They 
paid, of course. <laughs> These are people who are paid. Uh, I don't know exactly who paid them, but they paid because to do this, normal person wouldn't do it. What they do. Right. Well, welcome to the calls. We hope you'll find some comfort here. We're just trying to support one another as we go through it and find as many different ways to deal with it as we can. Well, I would uh, like to, to, because you're doing it much longer, I just started. So I would like to know um, the list of organizations to somehow to fax it to me or to, uh, to email me the list of existing organizations. If you can do it, I appreciate it. Uh, in the United States. So I give uh-huh. you my email, the S, M. Oh, well, hold on. Who who has a list of orgs? Is that, is that on Terry's website, possibly? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, so I look at my website, website and look at, there's a list of people working for this on my website, under websites. So that's okay, the... Give them the address. Give them the address. You can, you can email me. I give you my email. No, you go on the website. Huh? This is Renee Doom. You go on the website. I'm having problems. I understand what you're saying about perps, and I don't want to be rude, but you were so aggressive the way you were talking to them. I thought maybe you, and I don't mean to be rude, Alex, but I understand you're angry because you're being attacked. We all are. But for a minute, I thought you were a perp, the way you were asking about names and everything. We're all very sensitive because we've uh-huh. been targeted. And we just came forth. I've been targeted for two, ten years, and I just came forth the last last year, really the last three months. So I'm very sensitive to people asking a lot of questions and not wanting to go to the website and get, mm-hmm. get the information and then pull the information from. I want to go. I want to go to the website. I will go mm-hmm. to the website. Okay. And, okay. Uh, but it's easier. If uh, if somebody has this list of organizations to send me an email, I don't have to uh, work too much because I'm a computer illiterate. I'm very bad with the computers. Okay. okay. I understand that. Okay. That I understand. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a smartphone? Because if you have a smartphone, no, you can... I have a regular much? phone, old-fashioned phone. Old. Okay. okay. Clip phone. Okay. Alex, Terry's website has a lot of interesting information, including the fact that the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was hit from 1953 to 1976. So Terry would not be putting that type of information out if he did not, if he was not well-intentioned. Um And most of the people on the calls, you can tell over time who is trying to help and who is not. It becomes pretty clear. I agree with you that there are going to be people from the government that are going to try to infiltrate and divert, distract, disrupt the progress that we are making. But if you can go to Terry's website, that's a start. And you've also made you've also made your first call. And there are the majority of people are legitimate, but it is indeed mm-hmm. infiltrated. But if you stay on long enough, 
I did not live in New York City. I lived in the Finger Lakes. But I have been bringing attention to different aspects of targeting since about 2005. Yeah. Hey, guys, I got an emergency is it a, phone is call. Is it a problem to send me, if I give you my email, is it a problem to send me this list of the organizations? Well, we can. You still have to get on the Internet, really, to contact them because I don't have their emails and stuff. But I have an emergency phone call i got to make, guys. I just got a message. So go ahead and talk, and uh, sorry about this, but uh, I'll be off the phone just for a minute. I'll, I'll still be on if somebody needs to type something, but I, I probably won't be listening. So I'll be back in just a minute, guys. Okay. Alex, have you, have you heard about the U.S. Moscow or the U.S. Embassy in Moscow? No, I, do, I, don't, I didn't hear about it, but I know that this, uh, uh, what's going on with me and with people like me, uh, Moscow has nothing to do with it. Oh, no, this, yeah, I, I'm not trying to put the blame on, on, on Russia. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a little known fact, not that well known, but when, when relationships were colder, so to speak, there was a beam that was being beamed at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow from 1953 to 1976. I'm sure we were probably doing the same thing to the Russian Embassy in D.C. or wherever it is. So I'm not I, I'm not trying to bring uh, you know, or point the finger at Russia. Uh, all, all, all of the different countries of the world are constantly spying on each other and constantly doing bad things to each other. Yeah, but what, does, not, this have to do with, okay. what does this have to do with me or you? I don't understand. What, what is your point? My point, point is, is... Yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's a point that... That's a, that's a good question, Alex. It's a point that I've been trying to make a lot, and that is the use of microwave weapons... Uh, goes back 65 years, and yet there are people who will scoff at you when you mention them. I'm bringing up the earliest documented use that's well documented, which goes back to 1953. And then I, I, I often try to share a uh, that there's a professional society. Uh, I, I'm sorry, who am I talking now, to Patrick or to... Uh, what's his name? To yeah, to, yes, this is Patrick. Patrick, I, okay. and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take over Terry's call. I just, I, I, want, I, I would like to speak to Terry. I ask him. He said to, he has an emergency call, uh, and he won't be back for a few minutes. Uh, okay. uh, uh, Alex, can you go to Terry's? Do you have a computer to go to Terry's website? I don't have a computer at home. I use computer in the library. Yes. Uh, so that's why I uh, have a, limited, a limited time on computer. That's a start, Alex, um, and you've made these calls. I will say that, that Terry's an activist, so um, he's not a professional web designer, so it'll take some time, but he did say there's a list of victims. The list is small because... His 
site is just one site. And I have no plans to sue anybody or to have a revenge on somebody. I just want them to leave me alone. That's why I want to the list of the people. When people are coming together, that, that's a power. But uh, talking what we're talking now, for, for the first time I see you talking, it doesn't make any sense to me. What you talk, it doesn't make any solutions, you know? It is solution-based okay. if, if we discuss what's going on and the history of what's going on. That's, that's definitely solution-based. Alex, you'll find, unfortunately, that the groups that should be helping us like the American Civil Liberties Union, has been less than helpful. And so we are organizing at a small level. There are not, we do not have the support of the organizations like the American Civil Liberties Union, for instance, and we should. The, the and, reason I'm asking for the list that I want to offer uh, people who are TIs to send each of them to send at least to 50 congressmen a letter. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send letters to each one of them, 425 congressmen, and that's a start. That's doing something. And, and there, 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 there is that. Congressman Dennis Kosanich, who already knows about this, introduced a law about this. I don't know uh, exactly. And there was Congressman who recently died, the astronaut, John Glenn. He was a supporter of this. There are people there in Congress, but you have to send letters to them and emails. That's the that. Alex, talking about that. history and Moscow doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. okay, what he was trying to do, this is Renee from Durham. He was trying to make a point that has been around for 65 years. He wasn't... Okay pointing you out as Russian. I'm African-American. I'm well aware of targeting. They targeted Martin Luther King. This is nothing new, okay? But what we're trying to show you is that this has been around. He wasn't, and that is one of the most significant because it was published in the mainstream media. We all have been writing letters. And I'm going to have to say this to you. You're very accusatory. And I'm just going to, I'm very direct and blunt because I've been targeted. Part of the reason and, I was tired of it because and, I'm and, and I, I appreciate you sticking up. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, but I'm, I'm yeah, thank you. But, I, but, but I'm, I don't I'll mind stop. asking or excuse okay. me, answering Alex's questions, okay. and I can okay. understand that some legitimate people may be concerned. I was definitely not pointing the finger at Russia or Moscow, Alex. I was simply saying that in our literature, that what we know that's that's widely known in the United States at least, we have documented evidence going back to 53. Because many people laugh at us still when we bring up directed energy weapons. The other thing too, Alex, is that there is a directed energy professional society that's made up of the biggest defense contractors and, and, and that's plainly visible and online. To answer, to, to, and, and I agree with you that we need to write our senators and congressmen, mm -hmm. and I have not only been doing that, I speak to their aides, and I have been doing that since 2011. But I did, so 
as soon as I began to be conspicuously surveilled, blatantly surveilled, in 2005, I spoke out uh, to my senator at that time, and that was Senator Rudolph in Colorado. Unfortunately, uh, Senator Kucinich did not win re-election, um, and it may have been a, a, a factor, perhaps a small factor, that other politicians were able to make him look less than intelligent or that his, his advocacy for us, for genuine victims, and for trying to get legislation against directed energy may have been used against him uh, in trying to prevent him from getting reelected. So I agree with you. He, you know, he did support us, and he is beginning to try to get legislation for us. But the larger forces were able to stifle him, and. So we are, right now, there are three different politicians who have expressed a little bit of interest in what is happening in Cuba, which is most likely partially, at the least, explained by directed energy weapons. And so a lot of us have been writing those particular politicians and speaking to their aides, their senior aides. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you for uh, listening, Alex. Okay. I'm going to try to call this week, all week, and see if something happens. If nothing okay. happened, then there's no reason to call the conference. Just blah, 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 blah. But, it's not uh, blah, I blah, blah. Yeah. I, 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 I apologize. I apologize, Alex. This is Renee from Durham. I understand your anxiety. I understand if you thought you were coming to a free country. We're not free. I hate to break it to you. Welcome to America. You know, this I, I, is, I never it. in my dreams uh, could imagine that this can happen in America. In the <laughs> Soviet Union, as I was born, or in China, or all these gulag countries with no freedom, of course, it's easy to imagine. They do whatever they want. They have power, absolute power. But over here, that was surprised me most. I was surprised as an American citizen to find out that I was a TI. I was just surprised because I've been a whistleblower and I'm not a troublemaker. I just tell the truth. In several different instances, I know how I got on the list because I'm a whistleblower. And I did some whistleblowing, and so that's how I was targeted. And I moved to four different states, Alex. And there is a file <clears throat> on all of us and on you too. And I do believe everything you're saying has happened to you because it's happened to me and everybody else on this call and about one, anywhere from one to three million other Americans. And this is hard to conceive, but yes, this is what's going on. That, I, uh, um, there... I, I thank you for giving me this information, but I don't think with the, the 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 number of what you just say a million something is a real because this yes, kind it is. of number it's real. this this kind of number could not be uh, hidden this it's kind hidden. of number of people cannot be hidden it, it it is is hidden. I, people. I, I think I, you need to, the file you need to educate yourself 
We can go what? to the public library, pull up TIs on YouTube or TIs in America or targeted individuals, and you'll get educated. I've educated myself on the situation because I couldn't believe it. I thought I was alone. And when I started educating myself, I realized that this problem is going on 65 years. I started doing reading, and they took their tactics from the Stasi, the East Germans, and originally the tactics came from the Nazis. And Thank they you. I, I read that information. I, I agree with you. I know this information. But the okay. thing is, what I'm saying, that this number is, must be more bogus. can't be real. If that it many people would be, would be attacked, then it would be known because it would. Uh, no. they can't conceal that many people. It's yes, they can. Yes, they can. Huh? Hi, Alex. Um, none of us can speak for the whole community or can speak for all yes, these people. Yes, I agree. I, I agree. Yes. Uh-huh. And, I agree. and we all are going to have different perspectives on certain things. Um, but we are trying to organize. The reason I mentioned the, the FBI list was because a lot of people don't realize that, like Renee said, we, we do not really live in a dem- democratic republic anymore. It is not a, it is not, we do not have freedom. And, and I was bringing up the large number of 77.7 million people that's the FBI's master criminal database. Um, and then we have databases like with 10,000 people, you know, the violent gangs and terrorist organization file. Um, and that grew from 2,000 uh, to, to 10,000 in five years. Um, I... It's just me, and I, I, I don't mean to, it, it, and I don't think it needs to be something that's um, contentious or that we argue about. I think the numbers are a little smaller, but I could, but what, so I don't think we're up in the millions yet, but there is a significant number of people, and the way they have been doing this, Alex, is they've been rolling it out very gradually. We have what we do have, for instance, is we have five million people in America that are on either parole or probation. So they're trying to get out of the legal system, and they can get out of the legal system and be hired to do a job and be profiled to do a job. using these weapons on us. For instance, in my case, most of the people in my complex who are full-time, who are full-time employment, or or what we call full-time gang stalkers, they all have long criminal histories. One has, one one kidnapped a 17-year-old. The other man has been trafficking cocaine and heroin and uh, has multiple convictions, but he's never gone to jail. So uh, we have our community, the individuals that make up the community, may have different opinions when it comes to how many people, but I encourage you not to let that um, negatively impact the way you view 
Uh, I'm so, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt. I want to ask you something. I calculated sure. people who are uh, gangstalking me uh, more than 50, like 100 people, all kinds of mm-hmm. difference. I recognize them right away because I have this uh, some extra sensitivity. I know something more a little bit about faces, eyes. I'm a spiritual person. So hey, I, let, uh, me, let me let me address that. Look. What happened after 9-11 is the American way of doing things is, you know, if, if, if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing. So after 9-11, the national security apparatus, they threw tens of billions of dollars into the private sector, and we went from having a few hundred private contractors in intelligence to to over 2,000 companies that do private intelligence work, domestic intelligence, in the United States, on our soil. So we have 2,000 enti- you know, companies, private companies, they get 70% of the intelligence budget, which is at this point, it's around, they get about $60 billion. So you combine those people in the, in the more than 2,000 private companies, you combine them with 5 million Americans that are trying to get out of, off of parole or out of probation, and you have an army of people doing who are undermining our republic and undermining our constitution and they're undermining our freedom and that's how you can have so many people targeting one person yeah. uh hold on just one sec guys i just want to let you know i got to get back off the call uh somebody wound up in the hospital um i'm going to leave the call open until six and then I'll shut it down. So you guys are welcome to start the six. That's about ten more minutes. And please go feel free to join Ella on her call next. But I will leave this open until uh, uh, six o'clock. And I got to make some phone calls to the person's parents and stuff. I just want to say thank you very much for coming, and God bless you all. And thank you for being good. Why I had to get off the phone. I really appreciate that. And thank you very much, guys. Uh, I'll see you next week, or maybe on a call during the week. So okay, thank you, Terry. So the, 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 the stopcrime.com, uh, right? Stopgangstalkingcrimes.com. And stop Alex, gang- we want to stop it. We don't want it's insidiously spreading. And that's the frightening part. They have 100 people on you. I believe you. They spent a great deal of money. <clears throat> like I said, like Patrick said, a budget of $60 billion. <clears throat> and a lot of these gang stalkers, um, they are, they have criminal backgrounds. And, um, are they, they paying them? Probably. They're paying them. They're paid, Alex. Do you know how much? They're paid to arrest you, yes. Many are paid, <laughs> but the other, thing, the other thing that they make great use of, Alex, how they are able to do this and get a lot of people to do it who are not paid is they will tell people around you suitably nasty lies about you. So you yeah, have yes. to be yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they send an the, easy they target, the, they and, and, and that's They sent a terrorist. Right. Yes, and so they tell they tell people around here 
that I threaten people's children, but they won't they won't press charges because then I could sue them. But most people do not think when when they hear if if, if someone approaches them in a suit and says I'm from this or so agency, they don't know to 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 make phone calls. So they tell a bunch of people lies about you, and then they say, "Will you be a good American? We need we need people yeah. to help us out. We need people right. to watch this guy." Um, and yeah. that way, yes, yes, I understand. Yes, but uh, how do you think they? Um, uh, okay, you you said the, they they spread lies and convince people that you are an enemy of a state or something whatever lie they say, so that pe people are voluntarily doing it, right? Yes. Many, many people are volunteering to do it, but the people that are orchestrating it, say, for instance, if you, if you have 100 people, this is just my, my opinion, but if you have 100 people, many of them could be thinking that they are a good Samaritan and that they are uh -huh. being a good patriot because they have been lied to about you. And, um, but in that hundred people, there may be, and I'm just estimating based on, you know, $60 billion and, 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 uh, many of them are, are what is called surveillance role players. And they've been hiring surveillance role players by the thousands uh, since 9-11, since 2001. And those surveillance role players, they're well paid. There, there is a YouTube video of a man who admits that he is being paid uh, a government pay scale. He was being paid at, at the G12 level, so that's between sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Wow. Alex, to me, it seems like a, it seems like a legitimate, genuine uh, confession that a particular gang stalker was able to get someone to actually tell the truth. Yeah, I, I believe that's so, yes. Uh, but uh, it's amazing. The surveillance role players, initially, a lot of them come from the military. They, they want people with security clearances. And those people, they do realize pretty quickly on that, 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 that they are not, doing something uh, to promote freedom or to promote the American way, and they do not have the conscience and they do not have the backbone to, to quit. And, and, then, and, and the other thing, Alex, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be shouting. It, 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 the whole thing upsets me, too. Um, there is a media blackout. In other words, the media refuses to acknowledge this. Um, yeah. So that's why I was bringing up uh, an NBC article because the, the mainstream media will not cover this. Um, yeah, they can solve this problem easily. As soon as they put up this uh, issue, the problem would be solved because people would be aware of it more and more people, and the people would be afraid that that can happen to them. Be, tell you the truth, uh, if I tell somebody this, nobody knew about this. Nobody. 
I told many people, nobody knows about this, and, and a few of them believe me. Yes, I think they're able to do that, like I said, through domestic, private contracting. The police know that if they talk about it, they're going to get it. Uh, what, do you think is the, what do you think is the end game? I do not think that this is an American movement. There is an entity that is has manipulated forces within our government that is essentially, at this time, still rogue, but it is becoming more and more established by gently rolling it out. Um, I was and, suspicious of that, too. And Alex, we, in uh, Frank, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, we had a, a something in America happen that, that the, the mainstream media did not cover at all at the time. It was called the business coup. And I'm trying to look up the exact dates. But a bunch of businessmen and uh, were beginning to organize to to assassinate and Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and then overtake the United States government. And they went to a highly decorated Marine general. Uh, his name was uh, General Smedley Butler, and they went to Butler to try to get his support so that they could enlist soldiers that they would need. And Marine, the, he was a Marine Corps major general, one of the most decorated servicemen in the history of the United States. Um, he he listened to everything that they had to tell them and he he um he went along enough to get information out and then he testified before the United States House of Representatives on the special committee on on American activities so this was involved in the political conspiracy in 1933 that are 
are involved in the gang stalking, are involved in the use of directed energy weapons, and they they know to that they need to roll it out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.